Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by StrikeForceEnergy.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Tonight we're going to try something totally different, uh, something totally outside the box. There is uh, a lot of subgroups on Drinking Bros. For those of you who don't know, Drinking Bros... Uh, is more than just a podcast. It's it's also a secret society Facebook page, if you will. It's a private page. Uh, we just crossed 90,000 members inside that page as well. Um, the page was set up, uh, it was originally started by Jared Taylor um, to help people find uh, someone to talk to, someone to have a drink with if you were in need uh, or if you lived in the same city. Obviously, this has exploded and there's a million subgroups uh, for different cities, different states, but there's also subgroups for different types of things that you would not expect. Uh, there is Drinking Bros Nerds, uh, which is a, a fantastic group. There's Drinking Bros Sports for 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 guys and gals who like sports, but there's also Drinking Bros Conspiracy Theories page, and I got turned on to this recently, and I was like, wait a minute. I uh, did not know this existed. One, two, I don't know these people. I, I'd, I'd like to find out a little bit more about them, uh, about what they believe in, and about some of these conspiracy theories and kind of bring some of these to light. But I'd like to hear it from them, from their perspective and their point of view. Uh, therefore, tonight, we decided to call a bunch of uh, drinking bros who have some uh, crazy conspiracies. Some might not be that crazy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, That's why we decided to call people live and see what they are. Uh, So tonight's episode will be all about conspiracy theories. Uh, First up, uh, as you know, we got some sponsors who pay for this whole shit to be on the air. So before I start calling people, and getting deep into these conspiracy theories. Uh, we'll, we'll get through the sponsors. Uh, first up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Uh, look, you hear them at the top of the show. Uh, they're, they're one of our faves. They've been with us since day one. Huge, huge fan of StrikeForceEnergy.com. It's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch full of energy. Squeezes out into every single liquid available. Uh, I'm talking beers, wines, Kool-Aids, liquors, liqueurs, you name it. They've got different flavors. They've got orange, lemon, uh, fucking grape is my favorite. Make America grape again. Uh, that grape goes in everything. Uh, splash that in some Zima. You also they got a 750 milliliter bottle that just sits, you know, on your bar, or your kitchen. You can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in your drink and be on about your day. Kick the can, kids. You don't need the can anymore. Five hour energy is dead. Uh, Red Bull, dead. All you need is one of these fucking pouches and, you, and, and you're good. Uh, and it just stirs right in your drink. It's a liquid. It's not a powder. Um, so go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Order yourself a box. They're fucking cheap, man. I think it's like 10 bucks or something or like 99 cents a packet. Uh, tell me it's not the best energy drink you've ever had and I'll let you fuck my b-hole if, I, if I'm wrong. Uh, wait, I don't, I don't even know if that would be like you'd enjoy that or me or... You don't get to fuck my butt, but go to strikeforceenergy.com, type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. Uh, they ship everywhere in the entire world, and they get a subscription on the month club, which uh, which which we all fucking have. 
next up, we've got ghostbed.com. Huge, huge fan of Ghostbed. A lot of people send in pictures saying, hey, dude, thanks for fucking turning me on to Ghostbed. It's incredible. Bed, it just ships right to your house. And it comes in this box, and it just shows up, and you're like, yo, what the fuck is this? You open up the box, uh, you let it sit for two hours, and it, and it takes its shape. Um, but it's, it's look, it's the finest fucking mattress I've ever slept on. Uh, we all own them, and uh, man, big, big fan of GhostBed.com. Can't say enough good things about them and their pillows. Their fucking pillows are the greatest fucking things on earth. And I know you're thinking, you're like, dude, what's a, what, what the fuck do I give a shit about a, a pillow? Uh, these pillows, I don't, I don't know what they did or like whatever fucking moan, moan, foam memory they put in them or whatever, but, uh, they're incredible. They're incredible across the board. So you order a mattress, you get three free pillows, uh, type in the promo code drinking bros. You get $50 off a mattress, uh, or just go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. No mattresses are expensive, uh, with these though. However, uh, you can get a, a pay-as-you-go plan, which is nice. Uh, so go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Just go to ghostbed.com. Type in the promo code drinking bros for $50 off and you get those free pillows, which is fucking awesome. Cannot stress how much I love a good goddamn ghost bed in my life. Uh, next up, we got straightrazors.com. For the boy, you want to talk about the finest shave you'll ever have in this or any life time i'm talking about straightrazors.com uh straightrazors.com it's dude the best way to describe it is it's like an old tiny tombstone kit uh using one of those thing, fucking things you shave it with one of those you're not gonna have to shave for a couple days um, but they're sharp when when you get them dude just yeah test it out in your arm here first and be like oh shit know what you're dealing with uh, but they've also got the the, the finest aftershave in the world their smolder is number one ranked in the world and like I thought it was bullshit, and then they sent me some, and I was like, oh, goddamn, uh, I used the fuck out of it. Uh, it seals up your pores. It gives a little sting to it. Again, it's like you're in an old-time barbershop. It's fucking great. Uh, and so is their cologne. Their, their smolder cologne is is my fucking jam. Both of those are my two faves. I've also got beard oils. Uh, they've got you know, some uh, shampoo, hair conditioner, any products for men. They got up in that motherfucker. Go to straightrazors.com. And on this one, you're using the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Uh, just as in Ross Patterson Revolution. Uh, that's the other podcast that I run. Um, that is uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So between uh, this and, and Drinking Bros, between Ross Patterson Revolution and Drinking Bros, we got you covered all five days a week. Also, I called iTunes and I talked to them. And uh, they put back all of the episodes. So if you're going back through all of the Drinking Bros episodes, they're now available on all platforms. I know it was cutting it off at like 100 episodes. And everybody was like, man, I want to go back, listen to some of the earlier episodes. I talked to them. It's all good in the hood. Originally, they wanted like a paywall um, where, where people had to like pay for old episodes and shit like that. And we were like, hey, man, we, we do this shit for free for, for people. Like, just put, just put it back up there or we'll start bootlegging it. And, uh, they were cool with it. So thanks, iTunes. We appreciate it. Uh, next up, we've got we've got uh, grenadesoap.com. Uh, grenadesoap.com. They've got soap in the shape of a grenade that is made with real fucking gunpowder. That's no exaggeration, by the way. It's made with real goddamn gunpowder. And the shit's incredible. 
Um, it smells, I, I don't know what kind of scent it is. You just smell like a goddamn man on their soap. They got some tactical toothbrushes. Um, they got a bunch of, uh, of cool shit there. OD Green and Combat Clean. Uh, type in the promo code Drinking Bros for 20% off. Get yourself a grenade soap. Get yourself a bar of grenade soap from grenade soap. Dot com. Uh, next up, we got warfightertobacco.com. You know him. Old friend of the show. Uh, hopefully a new friend of your life. If you don't smoke them, go get them and smoke them. Uh, they, they've got some of the finest cigars in the United States of America. And uh, they're not... They, this is a fun fact. Because look, the, the American cigars really aren't, aren't the jam. These are imported. They're fucking... They're made with Cuban seeds hand-rolled in the Dominican Republic, and then shipped here. So you know they're fucking good. They got all kinds of specialty brands. Go to their website. Go to go to uh, warfightertobacco.com. Uh, they're all 100% combat veteran-owned, and Rocco is a Kono owner of them, and a uh, big fan of their cigars. Uh, so, so go check them out and give them a shout. If there's a cigar store near you and you wish they were carrying Warfighter Tobacco, go in there and tell me what you want to carry them and, and, uh, and email Scott Jansen, the boys, over at Warfighter Tobacco. Look at you all, all fucking hooked up at your local stores. Those guys are going global. Um, I see them fucking everywhere and uh, big fan of their company. They're, they're apparels dope, too, and so are their humidors. Go to warfightertobacco.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros. You get 10% off. You get 10% off. Lastly, we got at night she cries while he rides his steed, the first ever romance novel for dudes. Um, funniest book ever written by Ross Master Antonio Patterson. Uh, go to Amazon.com. Everybody says it's sold out. It's in bookstores everywhere, but a lot of people say it's sold out in a bunch of bookstores. So, I, look, cut out the middleman. I'm tired, I'm tired of people going to fucking buy shit in, in brick-and-mortar stores, and they're like, meh, just order it online. It's just, just a waste of fucking time. Just go to Amazon.com and buy that shit. It's also on Audible.com. It's one of the highest-rated books on Audible.com. I think it's in the top ten. Um, I hired a team of actors. It's really fucking funny. If you're like Blazing Saddles and Range 15 and all that shit, it's, it's that fucking crazy. Uh, but now... Let's get into it. Let's get into some conspiracy theories tonight, folks. Uh, I don't look, and for the record, I don't know what we're getting into. So when I put out this call uh, on Drinking Bros Conspiracy Theories, I just said, hey, thinking about doing a show about this, leave your number. But nobody, I I didn't ask for their stories. I didn't ask for their theories or anything because I wanted to hear them live on air. And I, I want you guys, the listeners, to hear them in real time the same time I'm hearing them. So that way, you know, I I can't go into this and pick these theories apart. I want to ask these people why they believe in, uh, in the conspiracies that they have. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get tonight. So, um, here we go. This is Joe. Joe Gibson. Hey, who's this? This is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros. Hey, what's happening, man? What's up, dude? Nothing, man. You, you, you got some time to chat? We're doing a live. We're doing a live show about conspiracy theories tonight. Yes, sir. I do. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, what, what, what do you got, Joe? What, what's your What's your best conspiracy theory? Uh, I don't know. One I've read a lot about and actually talked to some people in the field is the. Uh, the conspiracy theory about the giants that the Smithsonian has hidden, the giant bones. 
The Giant Bones. I, you know what? I don't know this one, actually. Well, the story goes, I guess, you know, I guess late 1800s, early 1900s, they were digging in some of the mounds out in the Midwest. Okay. These giant earthen mounds that nobody knows where they came from. And they discovered giant bones of human or that hu- were human or human. animals, humans. Human. Okay. Okay. In the eight to nine foot tall range. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a tall, that's like a, that's like taller than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar by like two feet. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely taller than anybody currently in the NBA. Yes. That's for sure. So I guess the story goes that the Smithsonian cataloged these things and then disappeared them into their warehouse somewhere. You're kidding. How how long ago? I 100 120 years ago. No shit. And and what why do you think that was? What what would be the I guess advantage of hiding a 9-foot human? I, I guess they didn't want to have to go through the trouble of reprinting history books. <laughs> or Wow, that's weird. Uh, you know. That's yeah, strange. Yeah, quite a few articles and with you know Smithsonian bylines on them. And it's all been kind of uh, hushed up over the years. No shit. That's yeah, it's, uh, I think it's uh, you know, one of the, the more legitimate uh, conspiracy theories, not aliens or anything. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. Well, but, uh, so let me ask you, do you think this is real? I, I think there's more to it than we know. Um, could be. You know, there's a lot... A lot of unknown history out there. Uh, I think it's more real than uh, Roswell. <laughs> See, I, look, I, 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 it's funny. So a couple calls ago, we did uh, somebody, somebody chatted with me about the aliens thing. I think the aliens thing is real. Um, well, I, I think there are definitely aliens. I don't know if Roswell happened, but I'd say there's probably aliens out there. We'd kind of be very conceited. Uh, species if we thought we were the only ones in the galaxy or the yeah that's, that's that's what i think as well that's what i think as well um i, I wonder what the, what the advantage of hiding a nine foot human was unless they thought it was like you know either some type of alien species or like indians maybe old you know because look if you go if you're going back that far in history uh if they had really tall indians back then but like i i don't know and, and and again, what would well, be what would be the advantage of hiding that? Uh, well, I, I I don't know what the advantage of hiding it would be, but I do know that many Native American tribes have in their you know, their oral histories a legend of tall, blue eyed, light haired, you know, ancestors of theirs. Okay, that were here before them. Ah, all right. So there is a there is an oral history, you know, that goes back I don't know how long, you know, the Native Americans were here seven ten thousand years, right? But something that is before them. No shit. That, so that's is, interesting. There's, there's quite a bit of uh, reading on it, and most of it seems to be in the fringes, but you know, the stories come from somewhere. Wow, I, I, this one I like. This is the best one I've heard so far tonight. Um, <laughs> I, li- I like this one a lot because, uh, look, I-, I think the government covers up shit. Um, I-, I did a show about this uh, a couple months ago on my other show that uh, that was uh, about Roswell. I-, I, had, I-, I, had sh- I had done this thing for MTV. I-, I had my own show on MTV, 
and we shot the entire episode in Roswell, and we were there to make fun of it. Um, long story short, what happened is I was playing this like redneck character, and I interviewed the guy who who said he was working that night and was in charge of all of the shit, you know. So mm-hmm. I got stuck in this guy's house for three hours with him. We're trying to get the tapes transcoded now. There was this was like in two thousand four. Um, I get stuck inside this guy's house with him, and you know I'm I went in thinking it was a joke. I end up in this house, this guy's house. He was super nice. His wife was super nice. He was like fucking eighty or something. And um, uh, I, I, after three fucking hours of being there, I, th- I thought his stories were real. I believed him. I thought I thought it was real. Um, so I, 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 I'm in the camp that Roswell happened. Uh, a lot of people well, aren't. Okay. My wife, my wife is not. <laughs> to put it in perspective, my wife is definitely not. She thinks that it's fucking retarded. Yeah, I, I, I fully believe they're UFOs. I swear, a buddy of mine and I driving across South Florida, coming back from the Keys after partying for a week, and we may have been really fucked up at the time, but we're pretty sure we saw something over an Indian reservation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we, <laughs> but who but knows? We've all was. been there. We've all, we've all been there. Where, where you're like, man, I, I just saw something that's unexplainable, and I've never seen anything like this. Uh, I saw something with my wife recently, and I was like, man, this, this one thing keeps moving over the sky and then disappearing extremely fast. It, it would have been impossible for an aircraft to do that. Um, but uh, yeah, but with the, the big body thing, that's crazy. So what, what, well, what, what could people look up, by the way, to go and look up that theory? Well, there's, look up, there's basically, they call them the mound builders. So I guess, I think it's kind of Ohio and kind of that northern area, you know, not quite the Midwest, but more on the eastern side there's a series of big mounds and there's some serpent shaped mounds and uh some strange things and nobody knows where they came from okay Uh, and apparently you know the legend goes these things were found either in those or near them and and i don't know if it's necessarily the government or maybe just like that kind of closed group of you know academics who didn't want to be proven wrong that their theories of humanity, evolution, and all are not right. Right, that, that we all evolved from apes, essentially. Right, and maybe we did, but maybe there was something else that evolved alongside us that's no longer here. Right, right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. I, this one, <laughs> Joe, you got me tonight. This one, this one threw me <laughs> for a little, like, I haven't heard of this. But uh, it's not to say I don't believe it. Because it look, I, I I think there's a lot of shit out there that is unexplained that we we, we don't know. But uh, this one I have not, I have definitely not heard of, and I'm gonna have to look up on this. I like this, I like this one a lot. Oh, good. Uh, well, dude, hey, th- th- thanks for thanks for the time tonight. I appreciate it. Hey, appreciate you taking yeah, the no time. Problem. I'm gonna thanks study it up on your fucking big body theory here. <laughs> I like it. All right, Ross. <laughs> Take care, Joe. Thanks, man. All right. All right. See bye. Ya. Man, that one I've definitely never heard of. What a what a strange one. Uh, I, I like it though. It's super interesting. Um, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look up on the the uh, the huge humans of nine feet tall. Imagine if they play today. How much fucking money those guys would make? Uh, playing it playing in the league, playing in the NBA. Hi, is this Natty Bumpo? 
Oh, yeah, what's up? Yo, this is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm fucking rad, dude. Um, I you, you said call if you dare. I, I look, I, I I dared. I'm calling you tonight. I want to I want to know your favorite conspiracy theory. All right. Have you ever heard of the Paul McCartney conspiracy theory? Uh, the the which one? Because the one that I I I've heard. My wife claims that he's entirely bald. No, that's not the one I'm talking about. Oh, all right. Let's let's hear this one. All right. The rumor is Paul McCartney died in a car wreck. Way back in the 60s when the Beatles first just got huge. And if you look in the history books or whatever of the Beatles, Paul McCartney did get to a car wreck and he walked away unscathed. But the model he was with had to have her leg amputated. Which okay. actually happened. But the theory is that he died in that car wreck. And right after that car wreck happened, there was a Paul McCartney lookalike contest in the United States. But a winner was never announced. They just sort of forgot about it. So everyone thinks the winner from that contest wasn't announced and he was sent to London to impersonate Paul McCartney because the CIA feared the Beatles dying when they were in their prime would cause too much chaos. Wow. I, man, that's uh, – I've heard of this conspiracy theory before. That one's super deep. That one's super yeah, fucking deep. it goes deep. even further than that too. Go ahead. Um, Ringo Starr in his old interviews never called him Paul. He only called him Fall as in fake Paul. And in, what is it, the Abbey Road album cover, um, he's shown with no shoes on, which normally depicts death, as in um, the one who takes your soul to the underworld or whatever. Yeah. Um, And there was one more thing. Oh, um, they think after that woman had lost her leg, she married the, quote, Paul McCartney, and they were married for about five years. It was basically the length of time it would have been for her to get half of his money and they considered it hush money so she wouldn't say anything to anybody okay so so that all being said do you believe in this conspiracy theory i mean i wouldn't be surprised look what the beatles did i mean i personally don't like the beatles but they had a huge impact on the world yes they did that's true as as you know i've heard you say things about this as you know everyone in america is super duper soft and imagine that today with something as big as the beatles now if that would happen everyone would be riding just like they already are yeah i mean look i uh there was a there was a baseball player uh named ichiro suzuki um he, oh, like, yeah, he, he still plays he plays for the the marlins not I, the marlins yeah the marlins yes absolutely so uh still plays still amazing but he was the japanese version of paul mccartney when he announced that he was getting married and got married there was something like a hundred suicides over there of, of women who threw themselves under trains, all kinds of fucked up <laughs> shit because he had gotten married and they, they just could no longer live. Um, that's, that's impressive to have that kind of appeal to women. That's what I said. And, and, and look, probably the same thing happened to me. I just don't know about it. You know, like when I got married, I mean, I'm sure I, yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt that me, me neither. I'm like, I'm sure, I'm sure I mean, a lot got, of women took their own lives. When I watched the new guy the first time. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So I look, I'm, I'm sure a lot of women took their own lives and they're, they're no longer with us. It just wasn't reported to me. Now, if, my, if uh, yeah, Paul that's, McCartney, that's for your own safety though, if Paul McCartney died in his prime, what, what year were they saying this, this, this happened, you know? Oh, probably sometime in the '60s. Okay, shit. If he if he had died around that time, there yes, there would have been chaos. Uh, look, m- much much like when uh, Lennon died in what was it '80 80 or '81? Um, yeah, when that fan shot him. Yes. Uh, yeah. Who was it? Mark David Chapman. Um, when when 
When when Lennon died, people that was were in the 80s, so the Beatles weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, but like people were really, really fucking. I mean that that really brought the nation down. Um, yeah. Not that it, look, I wasn't. Uh, you know, I didn't remember that obviously, but going back through the footage, but they were broken up as well. So they weren't a band. Yeah. They weren't at the height of their career. And he was off on his own doing weird shit with Yoko at that point. And people are like, ah, all right, I think I can get over this. If McCartney would have died in his prime like that, man, there would have been chaos. The that's, only, yeah, that's the whole point of the theory. I mean, yeah, the, they all make sense. There's all those little facts, like that woman losing her leg in a car wreck, then she divorced and got half of his money. And all this and that. Yeah, I, my, my one caveat to that is, you know, look, there's, do you know about Journey, the band Journey? Of course, and they have a karaoke singer from fucking Japan or where or wherever he's from, who's taken Steve Perry's place and, and sings with them, and he sounds identical. That's, like, fuck, oh, he, that's strange. He sounds even better than yeah. They made a documentary about him. Look, he <laughs> sounds. I mean, literally, he's able to mimic Steve Perry better than Steve Perry. So uh, even Steve Perry couldn't sing like this this fucking Japanese dude <laughs> today that they tour with. But with the Beatles, McCartney was so specific, and his looks were so specific. Man, I, I'd have a hard time with this one. Uh, and simply for the fact of McCartney still plays. Like, he still shows up, but he, he toured like a year ago. Um, yeah. For this to never have gotten out over time, this would be a stretch for me, this one. I don't know. It just seems real to me. I don't All know. right. I, look, look. Just, hey. I'm going this... to put my tinfoil hat back on. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Because, oh. like, we're, we're, we're not calling to make fun of people tonight or anything like that. Yeah. We're, we're just we're, we're just simply calling about people's favorite conspiracy theories and why they think them. Um, the, the fact that, look, the, the fact that this possibly could be real uh, and that you think this. Because, like, w- wasn't one of the albums you, you played it in reverse and it said, you know, Paul is dead? Yeah. Um, so, well, look. It was one of, the, one of the lyrics in one of their songs said something about Paul being dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I think the reason why the lyrics and that, that shit was in there was because they were doing acid. Um, those guys were doing very good possibility, a lot of acid at the time. (laughs) And like, if you go back and, uh, you know, it's funny, man, are are the, are the Beatles your favorite band of all time? Me? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, I'm not a Beatles fan. I just, (laughs) they had a huge impact. Everyone knows them. Yeah. 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 Who's your favorite? My favorite band ever yeah like like mine's Probably, the stones I i'm a stone prince and, prince and the revolution on this one ah oh, dude huge fan of prince okay uh so i'm a huge fan of prince uh stones are probably my all-time favorite prince is definitely up there i, I fucking love i love prince um but what with what these guys were taking at the time uh you know fucking prince now too that we know um what he passed yeah. away from uh but but like the the, the beatles in particular were, were taking a lot of acid so, like, I think they cut things into the albums back then to do shit like that. Um, oh, like recorded themselves while they were tripping? Yes. And and, and, yeah, and, and then they sense. they put it in there. And that's my guess on that on that John is dead lyric um, or, or, you know, whatever, when you play the, play the album backwards. Because I've done some fucked up shit where I cut in frames of dicks into movies. Oh yeah, that's a good time. I'm dead serious. It's like, what's his name from Fight Club? Y- yes. Uh, Fincher from Fight Club. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh but but uh, like I, there was a there was a, a a thing I had this huge presentation at Paramount, and I was not happy with all the notes that I was getting. So I cut a bunch of this is no lie a bunch of Mexican boners into footage. Now when you say Mexican boner, do you mean like they had sombreros on or just 
They were, dark they, they were Mexican men with boners. Oh, it's so like full body shots. Yeah, yes, full, full oh, body God. shots of them with I don't their, know if their, their penises or not. W- no, they they weren't that huge. <laughs> they they were just like normal size, so that way it wasn't jarring. Um, and no, no one. By the way, uh, an hour people, all these executives sat through this footage. No, no one noticed, and like it was my own sick way of getting back at them for all of these <laughs> shitty notes that I had to take. That I made them watch like six dicks during the course of an hour, and they didn't know like rock hard. Mexican penises, and they didn't know. That's that's impressive. That's what I think. But with his with his, you know, John is dead thing. I think it was the same. Or I'm sorry, Paul is dead thing for Paul McCartney. Um, I I think they were doing it more for the acid effect of like, hey man, we're we're just we're we're just gonna fuck with people. But uh, either way, yeah, like I this, wouldn't, this I is, wouldn't doubt it. This is a cool one. I like I like this one. I like this one. Yeah, uh, this one I've I've held on to for a long time because. I don't know, just pretty interesting, just like any other conspiracy. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And th- and look, this is what this show is all about. So I'm I'm fucking amped about it, um, and I'm, I'm amped w- w- what people will think on Monday. The show airs on Monday. Uh, we're oh, calling yeah. you, we're calling you late Saturday night. So I appreciate you you answering. Last question oh, man, I'm for you. Celebrating my birthday right now. Are you fucking really a get bunch the, of people over? Get the fuck yeah, out of here. Twenty eight, dude. Happy yep. birthday. Thank happy birthday. Hey, what does Natty stand for, by the way? Oh, that's um, I'm a huge Daniel Day Lewis fan. DDL character. Yeah, his character in um, Last of the Mohicans was Nathaniel Bumpo, who was frequently called Natty Bumpo, and he was actually a real person. So. Yes, yes. What's your so what's that's your all it means. what's your real name for the for the audience? Uh, Nate Crane. Nate Crane. All right. Yeah. Uh, dude, oh, this Ross, was this was fucking awesome. One more, one more thing before you go. Yeah, yeah. I was up in Green Bay a couple weeks ago. Wisconsin. Out my brother, and my dad. Yep. Okay. Uh, I live in Florida, and I flew up there for a concert. Um, my brother gave me a signed Corey Lindsley jersey. He <laughs> ran into him in a Chipotle and had a jersey and had him sign it. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> and I'm hanging it right next to my signed Urban Meyer ball. Uh, how excited are you for the for the new season, by the way? I'm fucking stoked, man. You know we're going to win it all this year. This is our year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying Ohio State's defensive line is better than any offensive line out there a- a- ever. Uh, d- dude, Shiana said it was it was it was better than the Bucks when they won the title. Um, there you go. L- let me uh, let me ask you this: Are you going to the Oklahoma game? Am I going? Yeah. No, I live down in Florida. I look. I, I I'm traveling. I live in Wilmington. I'm I'm going to fly up for that Oklahoma game. All right. So I'll I'll be there. There's a, there's another drinking bro, uh, Richard uh, uh, Durnoff. That's. Uh, uh, or Dinoff, uh, that that's got uh, a big tailgates, uh, big big fan. So we're going up there oh, for that game to rage. Yeah, shit, I wish I could make it. Yeah, I got too much stuff going on right now, but yeah, I'll make it up there for another one sometime soon. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Well, dude, I appreciate it, man. Happy birthday, and uh, awesome, dude, I appreciate you. you being on the show tonight. Yeah, man, I'm a big fan. It's a good time. All right, man. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Uh, see All right, have a good one. Ah. Is this Tommy? Oh my God, is this Ross? This is. This is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros. What's up, Tommy Flynn? Not much, Ross. What are you doing? Fuck, man. We're uh, I'm I'm recording a podcast. I'm recording a a, a little show that's going to go out on Monday. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm uh, I'm calling I'm I'm calling you here 
uh, we, we put up a thing in, in Drinking Bros Conspiracy Theories. I'm calling to see what your favorite conspiracy theory is, Tommy. Oh, well, of course, probably my all-time favorite, aliens, man. Aliens are real, by the way. I yeah. So you listen to to my other show, Ross Patterson Revolution? Absolutely. Yeah, so my wife, d- dude, complete alien denier, uh, which is crazy. That's crazy, right? Uh, dude, you need just get rid of her. Get rid of her. It's hard because she does everything else well, and then there's this one thing where you're just like, "Come on, come yeah, on." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand. Then I get it. I yeah. Get it. So, but, but besides this one, like she's she's okay enough that I can deal with. Um, <laughs> but but you 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 believe in aliens, right? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I think I do. Yeah, I think I pretty much do. Yeah, I because look with this many planets and this much shit. How how can you not think that there's other life out there? Um, exactly. But but the big question. All right. So so all right. So aliens is your conspiracy theory. So let, let me fire some questions for you here. Have okay. ha, ha, do you think you've ever seen a UFO? You know, I think maybe when I was younger, possibly, but not anytime recently. How's that? Okay. What was the story when you were younger? What what did you think it was? Oh man. Well, was, we lived out on a farm, and we was kind of out in the out in the boonies, I guess we say, in southern Indiana. Yeah. But uh, we're out there just kind of looking at the sky and just saw some lights that kind of moved a little bit different than normal aircraft or stars. I guess it could have been satellite. Hell, I don't know. But I don't know. It's kind of cool. Yeah, my, you know, so my, one of my roommates in college, uh, he was a pilot. He got his pilot's license super early. Um, he came, he came from like a rich family and that bullshit where it was just like, you know, uh, fucking rich kids. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's like he had a private plane, you know, uh, well, it was like a Cessna. I'm not talking like a fucking P Diddy private plane, but it was like, <laughs> he, he had his own little Cessna, like a, you know, four seater or whatever the fuck it was. Um, he said, cause I asked him, I was like, dude, he was like the second youngest in the state of Ohio, the youngest in the state of Ohio to get his, his pilot's license. And I said, look, man, with the amount of hours you've flown, is there anything really fucked up that you've seen that like, you know, uh, you, you can't explain. Yes. And he said, yes, absolutely. And he said for about two minutes he was flying and there was something in front of him that, that it was like a saucer type shape. That's, uh, he's to this day, it scared the shit out of him. And he's like, he goes, bro. I've I've flown thousands and thousands of hours. I, I literally have no explanation for this. And he was, you know, he was he was actually in Indiana. He was flying over Indiana is where he saw it. Holy shit! Yes, that explains a lot. So that that's where he had seen it, and he circled back. I think his uh, his his plane originated out of Cincinnati, which obviously it's right on the border there. Uh, so he would fly yeah. through Indiana a lot. But that's where he said he saw it. Um. And I, I wonder, because you said you're out in, the, out in the boonies, so is there a lot of farmland? Yes. Oh, God. It's everywhere. We actually, when I was younger, we actually had a cow farm, I guess. We had cows, so we had uh, about 90, 90 acres or so. Oh, shit. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, because I, I, I wonder, like, you wouldn't fly those in a populated area. Like, you know you'd... <sighs> no, no. Plus, we... Uh, we live somewhat close to a military base where I'm at. A couple of them, actually, one up north and one a little bit further up north. So, well, that hey, well, that's always been one of the uh, the the cover ups from aliens is like, oh, hey, it's a military training exercise, 
or some type of plane that they're using and it's like yeah, eh. yeah nothing to see here move along kind of shit yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's oh it's a weather balloon or whatever it is it's like man yeah. that's because that's been used in a lot of cover-ups where you're like what the fuck is this um yeah it's classified can't tell you sorry yeah yeah uh all right all right aliens is yours uh, look i'm this one i side with you on I, si- I, I side with you on aliens i think they're real i think they're real hell yeah I think so, man. This guy, I mean, how else do you explain Dennis fucking Rodman? I mean, seriously. Look, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of goddamn things. Yeah. That, or Rosie that, O'Donnell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or, or Lady Gaga's vagina. Um, oh, my good Lord. On the inside of it, it's a Rubik's Cube is what I heard. I heard it's a Rubik's Cube. Uh, it's probably a black hole. I'm kidding. Ki- black hole. You'd fuck Lady Gaga, though, wouldn't you? Uh, That'd be a blast. Man, It'd pro- dude, it'd probably what, be a good time. dude wouldn't. <laughs> it'd, probably, it'd probably be a good time it'd probably, it'd probably be a great time uh i'd say yeah probably, probably be some fucked up shit going on there yeah yeah because she she'd probably like threaten to slice you like it'd be like oh, yeah it'd be great it'd be great you'd be wearing a nipple clamps you would have the fucking ball gag it'd be weird shit. i know both your assholes would be pierced um oh my god they call that the c3po now when you get your asshole <laughs> pierced that's fucked up i'm kidding they don't call it that they don't call it that. They should. They should call it that. Um, I agree. <laughs> well, dude, I appreciate you taking the call and uh, appreciate you sharing your favorite conspiracy theory with us. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, man. Thanks you have a great calling. night. Yeah. Take All care. Right. You too, man. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> aliens I get down with. I, I fucking, I believe in aliens. I definitely believe in aliens. Is this Tony? Holy shit. This is Ross Patterson. <laughs> What's up, man? We're doing drinking dude, bros. Uh, uh, this is crazy, dude. Um, I'm actually out taking a vet fishing tonight. How you doing tonight? No shit. So you wanted to hear some crazy conspiracies I heard. Yes, yes. Ton- tonight is our conspiracy theory episode that airs on Monday. Uh, we've had a few drinks calling people on Saturday night. What, what do you got for us? Uh, so... I don't even know if it's a conspiracy anymore, but um, the way I kind of been seeing some things in our economy and with the past election, uh, I believe uh, our current president is going to be set up to be a patsy. Uh, so this is this is super interesting. A, a patsy for what? You think you'll be assassinated? No, I honestly believe that uh, with the student uh, student financial. Oh man, I've had a few. That's fine. I apologize. That's fine. This is the, it's the Drinking Bros podcast for Christ's sakes. You're allowed to, you know. So with the student debt uh, for forecoming crisis and the credit card crisis and the automotive, um, there all that stuff is kind of at a almost tipping point, right? Where it could honestly level the economy, and I honestly believe neither left or right wanted to be in charge when it actually happened. So they wanted an outsider. And, and so you think Trump is in there simply for this fact of we're probably going to go through another recession, a great recession. Uh, it's even going to be worse than before. Really? Uh, and in, I have a few friends that are bankers from mortgage companies and they're kind of higher up. 
I may be a podunk kid, but uh, I run with some very classy people. Sure. So uh, I've heard some things, and it's it's not going to be pretty. And uh, uh, it's so. So let me ask you this: How how long did they say away? Because I I've heard this. Uh, there's been some ominous forecasts from uh, some 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 hedge fund guys. Um, yes. And uh, you know they said that there's a great crash coming. Um, but there, there's the was, great reset. Yeah. Yes. And, and there was, there's was based on the bond market, not so much, uh, student loans and all that shit, but, uh, how, what are your, what are your guys forecasting? How long? Uh, within the next five. Oh, the next five years. Okay. Yes. Uh, that that's look, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be terribly surprised by that simply for the fact of every 10 years there, there's, there is a stock market crash. Correct. Um, so Look, it's been what two thousand eight. You know, we're we're heading up on ten years now. This wouldn't be terribly surprising, but why put Trump in then? I guess because they want they want to point the finger of, see, this is what happens when you have somebody that's not a political elitist in charge. Okay, so so let me ask you this: then, how do you describe uh, what's going on in the stock market today? Because currently. Since he's taken administration, the market is up 5,000 points. Correct. I, and I understand that. And, you know, everything that I've read, you're going to see very, 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 very high. And then you'll find the bottom will fall out. That's just, just a hunch and a suspicion. Sure. And things I've been reading. Uh, hey, look, t- Tony, this is super interesting. And, uh, you know, look, if this call comes to be you know comes to fruition obviously everybody's gonna be praising your name it's tony thesing right testing but yeah close enough testing all right there's look it's it's t-h-e and i didn't if it's a soft h you can just take it out of there altogether you know exactly that when everybody <laughs> asks how would i spell it it's just you know or how to say it's just testing drop the h testing like yeah that. yeah yeah it's a it's a soft h it's a soft h well look i i, I like that one i, I think the economy feels okay now. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen when none of this. Because look, I think Trump is trying to do everything he can, but I, none of this shit is being passed by Congress. So Correct. I, I'm real curious to see what actually happens with that, and then you know, who takes the blame for it? I guess because uh, interest rates are still super low. So, uh, and they're going to only be climbing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and I guess like. You know, would people really be in trouble if they got a house now? If you got a house, like I remember when the last one was, you know, in in '08, when everything fucking blew apart. Um, yeah. You know, the interest rates were up to like seven, eights for shit. You know, uh, high high sixes for a, a lot of people, and it's like we're still not even near that yet. Uh, and part of the problem is is keeping interest rates. Well, they've been keeping interest rates artificially low for so long. We're kind of running into a uh, uh, banks don't have money to just lend. Um, like in your case, yes. uh, yep, yep. They they're not going to take risks because they can't afford it. No, and you know, like I talked about this on the episode that that didn't air. Um, uh, you know, I I, I I've never been able to get a a, a home mortgage. I've had to always pay yeah. for everything in cash. Um, which, you know, look, that sucks when you, there's other shit you want to do with cash, but you don't have access to it. And it's simply for the fact of, yeah, the same thing after the 08 crash, dude, they wanted, you know, Hey, show me, you've got a, uh, the, the same paying job for the next 10 years. 
forget how much money I've made. Like uh, it's 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 pretty crazy. I I can I can only say this: if another crash happens, it's going to get even worse. And I don't know how people, I don't know how banks would go back and give loans anymore. To be honest with you, you know. Yeah, I you know, um, eh, right? I, like, sorry, I've. It's it, it's scary to think about. Really scary, and because if it happens again within that short of time, uh, boy, it, it could turn you know a lot of people off. And and if the banks stop giving mortgages, then fuck, I I, I don't know what would happen. Actually, this is a super interesting thing. Uh, it, we'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out in the next yeah. couple of years. Look, people could be praising Tony Tessing's name for a long time, but uh, I appreciate you being on the show tonight. Definitely, uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Hell, man, you too, man. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. On on a Saturday night, I appreciate it, Tony. Uh, from glorious Minnesota, get up here, and I'll take you out fishing anytime you want. I can't <laughs> promise you will catch anything, but I'll get you drunk. Yeah, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> oh shit, I got a fish. I gotta go. <laughs> all right, bye. Hello. Is this Steve? It is. Steve, this is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros. How are you, man? Oh my god, Ross, how are you? Dude, I'm fucking awesome, man. How are you doing tonight? Excellent, man. I'm sitting down here uh, drinking a beer and hanging out with the family. Yeah, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, a little Molson Canadian. Dude, Mol- Molson Canadian's the shit. That's super high powered. I know, right? Uh, a lot of people don't know about it because they, they don't sell the Canadian down here, do they? They don't. Yeah, it's hard to find. I think once you go south of like Montana or Idaho or Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What 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 proof is that? What's the oh, What's the ABV on that bitch? It's high. I know that. Uh, yeah. A bunch of my yeah. buddies at Ohio in Ohio used to bring that down from Canada all the time, and it was like if you had that Molson Triple X Canadian in the house. Oh, the Triple X is the way to go. It That's was a, it was a gold mine I, I where it was just like oh shit. Yeah. I think this is six point five. I can't find it on. That's here. not look. That's not bad. That's six five yeah. will work. Yeah, uh, good we're, so we're hey, we're doing conspiracy theories tonight. What, what do you got? What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Uh, well, you being from Ohio, you probably know about Wright Patterson. Explain Wright Patterson to the audience, just in case people aren't familiar okay. with it. So Wright Wright Patterson, it was um, it's she was two bases, uh, like right after World War One, I, I think. Uh, it was where the Wright brothers. Um, did some of their testing and yep. that kind of stuff, became a military base. Um, and then after uh, the Roswell incident, supposedly the bodies and craft were taken to Wright-Patterson by train and stored in an underground uh, bunker, uh, which I can say is bullshit because I've been in the tunnels. But anyways, you know. Yeah, yeah. so, so, so I, I, you know, it's funny you say that. So, uh, on a on my other show, I I had talked about this this uh, Roswell conspiracy, and yeah. I I I had ended up interviewing the the guy who was working the shift at the Air Force Base that night. He told me they took the bodies to Area Fifty One. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it goes either way. You know, the maybe it was the bodies went to Area Fifty One and the craft went to 
Wright Patterson. But I, I know when I was there, I, I got asked that every because I worked that was security forces, so I worked sure. The gate, and you'd always get the people showing up asking about it. But yeah, and, or and, the and, rumors. Yeah, and you can confirm that 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 was bullshit, right? Well, like, yeah, there's a tunnels and, you know, the Hangar 18 thing. We, we went inside Hangar 18 one day by accident. So if that tells you how little they care about whatever's in there. Right. We, we just walked in the door and, you know, politely got asked to leave by some guy in a button-up shirt that looked like he, uh, you know, was in the computers. I don't know. <laughs> like an IT guy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's what I was looking for. Okay. I've been drinking. Yeah, hey, look, we've all been drinking. I've been drinking all nights. <laughs> um. Uh, we're we're calling people about their favorite conspiracy theories. Is there anything else that you you, you got that's a that's a favorite conspiracy theory of yours? Um, gosh, off the top of my head, man, I can't think of anything. Um, oh well, uh, I guess yeah, more more of the Air Force stuff. Uh, it'd be the missiles out at Wright Patterson and the aliens that supposedly came down in the 1960s. And uh, the reality was those guys were probably drunk because they used to be able to drink back in the day as long as you weren't on alert status. So that was the, uh, they said there was a glowing light out at the gate uh-huh. and uh, they went out there to check on it. And one of the guys ended up with a broken leg, but you know, he probably fell. So <laughs> <laughs> probably drinking and fell, but uh, you know, it's all cool stuff. Yeah. There's all this, uh, I guess there, that's the, it's the one that comes to mind and, Gotcha. So, so you you would be under the the guise of saying you really don't believe in this shit. Some, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, there's definitely some out there. You go, yeah, something probably happened. You know, Kennedy. That's that's an obvious one that you go, yeah, yeah. That's more to that. Sure. Or the alien stuff. No, I I think that's always that's mostly just you know misdirection and you know staying one step ahead of the enemy or on whatever you know whatever level. All right, I, I like this. So, so at least with this one tonight, with this call, we called and debunked the whole Wright Patterson thing, because that look in Ohio, they were infamous for that, and you were like, yeah, was that was that just a story or whatever? So, uh, at least we have some confirmation. You you can say that that that, that was bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I went in all those places, and it's yeah. No, no men in black pajamas, you know, with MP5s, you know, <laughs> turning you around and black bagging you. Mostly, you know, board A1Cs and senior airmen that are just, you know, like playing jokes on people. Okay. All right. Dude, well, hey, man, I I, look, I appreciate you taking the call. I'll let you go back to killing some Molsons and and enjoying your evening. All right, Ross, you have a good one. You too, man. Is is, is Jables there? I didn't hear. No, Jables is not here. We're, We're doing drinking bros tonight. Oh, drinking bros. Okay, I wasn't sure which one you were on. Yeah, okay, e- either one. Like, okay. both shows are good. We talk to everybody across the board. Um, we're yeah, always looking for we're always looking for cool, like interesting people and conversations. And like, shit, the fact that you're up drinking Molson's tonight, like you, you fit in all of those categories. Plus, you debunked something tonight. Like, you weren't huh. calling to talk about a conspiracy theory. You were calling to debunk one. So that that's a good one. Sure. I like that. I like that. All right, man. All right, Steve. I appreciate it, man. All right, Ross. You have a good one. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello. Hi, is this Zach Morton? Yes, it is. Zach Morton, this is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros Podcast. How are you? What's going on, Ross? How we doing? What's up, dude? Oh, honestly, I am sitting in the Walmart parking lot waiting on my wife to get finished. <laughs> that's probably the... The, the I'm most step out of the car. That's probably the the best thing I've heard all night. Uh, 
as you know, we're we're doing a, a conspiracy theory episode tonight. Um, okay. What's what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Mm. Give me one second to go ahead and tell the kids to be quiet. I'm sure. Time. No, absolutely. <laughs> I like how he said he's going to need some time. This is great. All right. So I'm sure you've had other callers tonight, and I'm sure they've all been about the World Trade Center, right? No, they they actually none of them have. Really? Yes, but but there was oh, there was surprised. a few. Yeah, same here. And there was a few people who wrote in saying, "Hey, man, nine eleven was bullshit." I was hoping for one. So I, let's let's hear yours. Well, I wasn't going to go with that. I'm going with uh, oh. Oklahoma City. Okay, you're you're going with Timothy McVeigh. Okay, I'm going Timothy McVeigh now. Before at Waco. Now, uh, re- repeat that last part because you cut out for a second. What happened just before? You know, what about a year before Oklahoma City? Yeah, was was the Waco, Texas uh, fires? It, exactly. Okay. Now, the theory that I've always been told and come up with was everything that was supposed to be submitted before Congress about the Waco incident was in that building, was in the Mara building, the day it was supposed to, you know, that that was blown up. Sure. And it was supposed to be going to Congress for everything for review, you know, put, you know, put Janet Reno in her place and this and that the next week. But there wasn't one federal agent in that building that day. Not one, not one ATF agent, not one FBI agent. Okay. But all the paperwork for Waco was there. I'm sure there was also stuff for Ruby Ridge from two years prior. No shit. So, so yeah. you're going with that that they knew. So is is Timothy McVeigh? Is he's still alive? Right? He's still in jail. No, they they uh, they put him down in '97. That's I right. God damn it, man. I, I you know what you know what's funny? You go the, like the world itself is going through so much terrorism. You start yep. to get them mixed up where you're like, oh, yeah, because that was like, fuck, 20, 20 years ago at this point. Shit, yeah. Well, yeah, hell, it's been 20 years since they killed McVeigh, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been a long time. Um, yep. So so let me ask you then your, your final thoughts on Timothy McVeigh. Do you think he worked for the government or do you think, I, like, wh- why put him in there to do this? I would No, I don't think he worked for the government, but I do think that he had enough slip-ups that they went ahead and they were able to track that at what, you know, at the time and track what he was doing. And they didn't stop him because they knew his end game and they knew what they could do to go ahead and, you know, try and get rid of one bad mark that they had against them. Okay. So, so you're saying that the government talked to him and said, Hey, you go ahead and blow up this fucking building. No, I don't think they talked to him. I think oh. they let him, I think they just let him do it. All right. They, so they, they figured out his master plan. Right. Figured out his end game, which was the Mara building. And then they went ahead and just let him do it because why not? And, if he's going to do this, we can go ahead and get everything else taken care of and get that black eye that we have out of the way. And never even happened. And, 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 and the last part of this is you're, you're saying that uh, somebody with, with knowledge that Timothy McVeigh was going to do this told the FBI and ATF agents to get out of the building on that day. Uh, something like that, yeah. Gotcha. Enough information. The government had enough information to make sure there was no evidence there. Now, here's the other kicker to this part. There was, supposedly, there was a leg, 
a partial leg from the from the from the calf down and camouflage, you know, and, and the old 90s style, 80s style BDU camouflage. Right. And one and one combat boot. If you take a look at that building and how it exploded, that was that was done almost engineer style. I mean, how do you how do you take care of that? How do you get that out of just a bunch of out of a bunch of barrels of I mean, the way that the building came falling down, you know, some people, everybody wants to talk about building number seven and this and that with the World Trade Center and 9-11. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm still stuck on the Mara building. Okay. You know, I personally, I work at a rock quarry, so I'm around ammonium nitrate every day and I know what it does to rock ledges. I know what it does. So it's like, boom, now, wait a second. Now you guys, you you're not fooling anybody, in my opinion, anyways. Right, right. Uh, man, that's uh, look, it's a super interesting theory, one that I've definitely never heard before, and uh, one that's uh, that's that's worth revisiting. Uh, man, I, this was a cool one. I appreciate you doing the show tonight. Well, good. I'm glad you called. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry to take take you away from your kids at Walmart, man. Uh, so, so, oh, that's okay. I needed a break. Yeah, tell the family <laughs> we said hello. This this to, to me so far tonight. I, I don't know. I've done maybe thirty calls. This has been the most interesting one. It's the most well, interesting good. theory I've heard tonight. Good deal. I appreciate it. All right, man. You have a great night. <laughs> you too, Ross. Thank you very much. All right, bye, buddy. Wow, Timothy McVeigh. I, I was not expecting. I don't even know if I've ever heard a fucking Oklahoma City conspiracy theory, like ever. Um, huh? Yeah, but I I will say this: in, in these bombings, the World Trade Center, uh, you know, both towers, and then and then Oklahoma City, you look at it and you're like, man, how could something like a bomber or a plane or whatever it was. In Timothy McVeigh's case, it was a van. How could it do that much damage? Um, same with the planes in, in 9-11. I'm not, again, I I, th- I think it happened. I think 9-11 happened, all that other shit. But um, um, how could it do so much damage that was so exact is, is, is crazy to me. That's the one element. Is this Marcus Orenthal James Benoff? Hell yeah, it is. Yes. What's up? It's Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros. How you doing, man? No shit, dude. No shit. <laughs> What's going on, man? Dude, th- th- this this post was not bullshit. We're, we're calling people about their favorite conspiracy theories tonight. Oh, yeah. No, I believe you guys. You guys are the real deal, so I knew you were going to. <laughs> Hell yeah. So 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 what do, what do you got for us tonight, Marcus? What's, what's your favorite theory? You know, I'm not really, like, I don't necessarily believe in everything. You know, I'm not, like, someone that's off the rockers for all the conspiracies. But, I mean, I like reading all that shit, you know? Same, same. So, But but there's got to be out there that the one that you're like, all right, this one I, I, I think I think could be real. Yeah, so I've always thought that your phones listen to you. That your phones listen to your smartphones? Yeah, yeah, like your smartphone. Like, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but... So, like, if you got your phone in your pocket or just, like, chilling on the counter, if you and your buddies are talking about, like, a certain item or something like that. Yep. <laughs> your, uh, 
I'll start to see advertisements for it like the next couple days yeah i i uh but so by, by the way i had this conversation with my wife because th- this happens a lot to us um some yeah. of these apps it, a lot of the shit that you're pressing you don't know that you're pressing or accepting some of them you're yeah. giving them access to your microphone oh yeah um in your phone huh. and uh but however he, here's the thing when the phone is off it should be off I'm under the conspiracy theory on this one that it's not that your phone is never really off. That that oh, yeah. everything you're talking about is going through, you know, the 90 million fucking web pages that you visited on your phone, and they're taking all that information. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Like me and my buddy, you know, we were just talking about some random item in some store that you know we talked about it for maybe like two minutes, and then. Half an hour later, there's some ad for it, you know, going around Instagram and stuff that pops up. I'm like, no shit. So yeah, that's yeah. what I'm just doing. Yeah, a, a lot of – so any app that you record things on, they ask for that microphone permission. And that that's what I think is happening, where they're just collecting data. Uh, it happened to yeah. me – like there was a, a very specific – like my, I was uh, – I'd asked my wife about a very specific vacation somewhere. And it was like to, to Reykjavik for New Year's, which is in Iceland. Apparently, it's just supposed to yeah. go the fuck off there for New Year's Eve. Like the sun never yeah. comes up or whatever for like 12 days and people just rage. Um, and then I got this thing very similar to you uh, about going on this vacation, this party to Reykjavik. And I'm like, come on, man. I didn't fucking open up my phone and look like I didn't even know how to spell Reykjavik, you know? Yeah, it's some weird shit, dude. Yeah, I I, th- I think I, I think these phones are tapped into shit that you know went well further yeah. than we know. Who was it last year? Samsung that got popped for uh, uh, the, you know they were recording and listening to people through their their, their yeah. smart TVs. Yeah, that's I think that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with I'm with you on this camp. Uh, th- yeah. This one, I, th- I mean, like, you know, I. Go ahead. I was, you know, I like to I like to dig into the whole you know Kennedy being assassinated and like those you know those weird as hell camps out in California that all the bigger big wigs go to. But I've been thinking a lot about the phone one lately. Kind of weirded me out. Yeah. I'm with you on this. Um, because it's, you know, they want to know everything about you essentially. Um, and it's all for, for commerce about, you know, fuck what, what, you know, what, what they could possibly sell you or how to make money off of you. Um, and the more, more they know you, they know your lifestyle and things that you want to do. Uh, then shit, you know, these ad, these targeted ads that pop up, um, fuck, you know, one of these days you're just like, yeah, I I really do need that rattlesnake belt. Um, you know, in case I go out to the fucking desert in Arizona and I need some, you know, some injection of, uh, and for a rattlesnake bite, like I I, do, I'm with you on this one. I might really need that human dog someday. (laughs) You might, you might need a goddamn human dog. You know, you never know in this life. Um, never know. But yeah, I, I, this one I'll side with you on. I, I'm, I'm with you on this. I think I, I think a lot more is going on with our phones and computers than we actually fucking know. Oh yeah, I agree. And I think these guys. Totally I, agree, man. I think these corporations, and I think especially like Google, uh, Amazon, and Facebook in particular, are the ones who are really ripping all your info, uh, the fastest and the best at. And again, we have no idea about it. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Uh, let me last question for you, Marcus Orenthal yep. James. You went from from OJ, right? 
Oh yeah, hell yeah, I did. Big fan, big fan. OJ's getting out soon, by the way. I uh, know he is. You'll have to have him on the show. Oh boy, that would be a dream, wouldn't it? Five weeks. That's a that's a dream. That's a dream right there. You know who got the first interview with him? Uh, no. La- Larry King, I heard. No shit. Yeah, and it's like fuck, man. I don't want to see fucking old ass Larry King interview OJ. No. He's not going to no, ask. You need to get. I, you know, you got to get Jared in there to to talk to him and you to get the real details. Confess to. You know, no, he doesn't. He doesn't need to confess to anything. He's he didn't do it. You know, <laughs> he, he was found innocent. He was innocent. You know. <laughs> Yeah, they look. They acquitted him. He's he's totally he, in in the eyes of the court. He's totally innocent. In the eyes of every other person in the world, he's fucking guilty. Yeah, I look. I I'd love to have him. Though. I, I'd love to have fucking OJ come on the show. It'd be amazing. Yeah, free OJ. You know, free <laughs> free OJ. Well, dude, Marcus, I I appreciate you taking the time tonight, and uh, dude, thanks for listening to the show, man. No problem, man. Always a Always a pleasure to talk to the big dick daddy himself. Ah, dude, the, the pleasure is all mine, my man. It's all mine. I appreciate it. All right, dude. All right, have a great night. Thanks for the call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Take I'll care. That one, uh, yeah. Uh, look, I, I think, I think for sure, phones and all that other bullshit, dude. They're sucking up every fucking last goddamn piece of information everywhere and if you think you're safe and you're out there just just you know fuck watching family guy and then then having sex with your wife and they don't know about it it's bullshit they know you're fucking your wife right after family guy they know it google facebook amazon they know it. um and then an email will pop up as soon as you're done they probably even know your sex habits they probably they probably know how long you've been fucking and they're probably like ah you know, Marcus lasts fucking four minutes. And then right after that, you know, he's going to he's gonna clean himself off and he's going to check his phone and we're going to give him a fucking, hey, would you like to buy season four of Family Guy a DVD package on Amazon? I bet you that's the next email that comes in four minutes after he's done fucking because that's how well they know you. Hey, is this Keith Ross? Yeah. Yo, it's Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros. Holy fucking shit. What's up, dude? Well, not much, man. Just got through eating. All right. So so, so is, yeah. is now a good time to chat about some conspiracy theories? Yeah, now's a great time. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. What, what, what do you got for us, Keith? Uh, what's, your, what's, your, what's your best conspiracy theory? Uh... I'd have to go with my favorite. That that's uh, like the Illuminati. Uh, you know, there's like a, a dark uh, group of people that behind the scenes control everything. You know, and so, as far as like who gets who gets elected and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, like this this Illuminati theory has been around for a while. Um, I, I would say what probably since the Da Vinci Code. That type of would you say that's fair? Probably. Uh, shit. I don't know. Probably, probably in like the like at least the public sense of it. it it's probably been look. It's obviously been going on a lot longer than that. But I would say the the public sense of it was probably from the Da Vinci Code itself. Do you believe in the Illuminati? I mean, 
maybe not the Illuminati, but I'm sure that there's a, you know, group of probably wealthy, powerful people that are pulling some strings behind the scenes. It may not be as, as dark as what the Illuminati, like, you know, what that idea brings, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's some powerful people behind the scenes. You you know, what's funny. So I I would have said, I actually would have leaned with you on this one, on the Illuminati. If it weren't for this, this last election with Trump, this one, this one was a, a befuddlement to me as far as the Illuminati goes, because you had every powerful celebrity uh, and all of these donors behind the scenes fighting for Hillary Clinton, and they just could not get it done. You know, I, I thought that, but then if you think about it, Trump is doing exactly what everybody thought he would. He, you know, he's, he's sticking to what he said uh, way back when, and, and that's causing a lot of, of issues with, you know, the, the Antifa and the Black Lives Matter and all that. And it's, I, I think it's playing right into their hands. They're trying to cause a, you know, this divide between the nation. So I don't know. I don't know what end game would be for that, but I, I think if that were the case, I think it's playing perfectly to how they wanted it. I, I wonder, um, because it's, uh, God, it's, it's one of those things where, t- like, to me, the Illuminati, I remember back when uh, Obama was, was running in, in 08, right? And right. I, I've heard about this Illuminati theory for, again, probably since that Da Vinci Code book came out. Um, that's, that's when I really, like, you know, first heard of the Illuminati and all that stuff. Oh, right, right. The, the Dan Brown. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. And, and this is when I yeah. first got in, introduced to this theory, so to speak. Um, you know, obviously it's dated back well before that, but I think to, to general public's knowledge, it's probably right around that the book series got huge. They made a movie. It's probably when everybody else really clicked into that. Um, I know, right. I, I know for a fact that there was a, uh, a get together at Quincy Jones house between Oprah, Quincy Jones, Obama. Um, there was a few other very, very powerful, prominent black, uh, leaders, figures. Uh, Tyler Perry was one of them, um, who who had a lot of money and had a lot of power and, and influence. And they said, "All right, guys, we all need to come together and figure out how to get a black man in as the president of the United States." Um, right. And this was, I would say, like a year to eight. I, I, like I'd have to go back and look it up, but I want to say a year to eighteen months before the election started, and then they put this plan into action. And it fucking worked. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I remember Jay-Z doing concerts and, and you know, all, all of that shit. And, like, if you would have asked me then in 08, I would have said, yeah, fuck. Because he was a guy, essentially, that, that y- you had never heard of. Um, he, was a great, he was a great speaker. Um, but he didn't have a lot of political uh, history to him, you know? Like, uh, he had a, a couple roles in, in, in Illinois, but he wasn't on the public stage. And he seemingly came out of nowhere and, you know, won over the nation and, and, and won. And I, if you would have asked me then about the Illuminati, I would have said, yes, I, I think that's a real thing. The Trump thing, though, was right. the anomaly to me where I was like, man, this many powerful people couldn't push him. Th- I mean, couldn't push her through. Um, and I don't know what the end game is of why, why you would want Trump in there versus Hillary or somebody else. Um I, I think mostly it just stems around the fact that he's going to uh, make it so that they can push this agenda that, that the media is pushing and 
it'll create a divide. And I don't know, maybe it, maybe they push me for something like martial law. I mean, you know, I get thrown around a lot. And yeah, like, yeah. I, I look because yeah. I think I think Antifa, um, like obviously Antifa and, and all that shit is real. Um, and, and and it's going on. Um, well, aren't they funded by uh, by George Soros? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're 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 funded by George Soros, and you know, look, you you know where they are when they're going to meet up. All that shit. It's not like the, the excuse me, the government doesn't know. Um, but I, I think you know why now. Whereas, like, if you would have, let's say, Hillary would have gotten in, then you could have pushed, kept pushing that open border policy, fucking one world, one love type shit um which you know with with religion is never really going to happen anyways um especially right. especially the muslim re- religion it's just not um cuz either you believe in what they believe in or they fucking kill you and that's not really a a one love one one peace type of thing um yeah it's kind of it's kind of like the the coexist stickers that are all the different uh religious symbols yeah yeah four yeah, of the th- four yeah. of the seven want to kill the other three exactly exactly it's like <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't think that will ever happen. But um, I, I think with her in there, that would have at least pushed that agenda further. Um, but but to me, it seems like when he got in, it really fucked up their plans. Um, I, I think the Antifa and all this shit is to cause and create so much chaos that it's like, hey guys, this is why we should have. You know, a Democrat or, or somebody who believes in these open borders, open shit. Could be. So, so that's my guess on that. But, but yeah, the uh, all right, the Illuminati. That's not bad. That's not bad because I, I look. I would have said I actually would have agreed with this one before this this last election, um, because I, I think there's a lot of people behind the scenes who were helping others out and pulling strings to do other shit. But uh, oh, absolutely. But uh, this one, the, the Trump one, I couldn't figure out. I couldn't figure out. I don't know. Yeah. It'll all uh, it'll all come out eventually. It will. It really will. Uh, but in the meantime, dude, I I appreciate you uh, taking the call and uh, and sharing your your favorite conspiracy theory with us. That that one's all right. That one's all right. All right, man. I appreciate the call too. <laughs> all right, buddy. Uh, it was it was great Have talking to you, Keith. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. The Illuminati. Like I can. That's uh, a good start. I can I can get down on that. Uh, I, I think, uh, yes, I think that there, to some extent, there is some fucking weird Illuminati. Uh, I know there's see, I need, look, I know there's secret groups that meet in Hollywood. Um, for, for example, there was, there was a big Republican secret group for a long time called FOA. And it was a group that used to meet once a month, once every two months. And FOA stood for friends of Abe and it was, you know, friends of Abraham Lincoln. But as you know, if you're in Hollywood, it is beyond not kosher to come out and say you're Republican. So these, these there's a lot of prominent figures in Hollywood. Um, Ron Howard, uh, Brian Grazier, uh, fucking the guy who created Desperate Housewives. I forget what his name is. Um, but they were all going to these FOA events uh, for, for Republicans to voice their opinion and, and try to uh, allocate their money and help these other Republican candidates. They didn't want to out themselves in Hollywood because it's so fucking liberal. Um, so uh, look, uh, there is secret groups in all of this shit that go on. Um, the Illuminati, yeah, I can, I can, I can flip a coin on that one. I can flip a coin. Can't figure out the Trump one, but I can flip a coin on that one.
Hello. Hi, is this Nick Nelson? Yes, it is. Nick Nelson, this is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros. How are you? Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, dude? Yeah, baby. <clears throat> Sorry, caught me drinking beer and watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> nice. Well, look, I don't want to fuck that up. If 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 that's hey, going baby. down. Yeah. Uh, I'm caught. So, hey, man. Oh, I, hold on a second. Sure. Hey, Ross. Yes. Hey, what's up? Hey, how are you? Hey, my wife. Hi, how are you? This I, I'm I'm Ross Patterson. You're Nick Nelson. What's your wife's name? I'm Leslie. Leslie, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm ca- I'm calling about conspiracy theories. I don't look. Your husband said you were drinking beers, watching Game of Thrones. That sounds like the greatest night of all time. I don't know if you want me to tear your husband away from that to tell to tell a conspiracy theory on on Drinking Bros podcast. Is it is it a new one? Have you not seen it yet? No, he made me wait for him. He was about to get fired, and I was about to watch them all. He made me wait. (laughs) Well, let me steal him for like ten minutes, and then you guys can get back to it. Okay? No, you you can take him away. You're fine. (laughs) All right. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, sorry. Had to dig my headphones out. That's all right. So how's it going? It's going It's going great. Uh, you got a conspiracy theory for us, Nick? Oh, absolutely. So in the uh, course of my studies, I was doing a, an MBA program a couple of years ago. And uh, you ever heard of uh, the accounting, general accounting practices and international accounting practices? Sure. Well, there's been a push over the last 15 or so years to uh, adopt U.S. accounting practices across the world. Okay. Okay. And the general concept is that uh, he who controls the money controls everything. So if there's standardized accounting practices and banking practices and everything else. It makes it easier to control the flow of money. Right. That is that is correct. That's the gist of it. Sorry if it's not too sexy. No, no, no. It, it's not so 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 what's what is happening right now that this is that this is such a conspiracy about? Well, if you just look, so most people, when they talk about conspiracies, they talk about how 9-11 was an inside job, or uh, they talk about how, you know, Stanley Kubrick, um, you know, faked the moon landing and all that, all this kind of outlandish stuff. This is something that's actually real and has been happening over the last 15, 20 years. And if you look at, you know, international businesses like... uh, Halliburton, you know, Walmart, all that kind of stuff. 
companies that have GDP or have uh, revenues that exceed GDPs in most countries, this completely plays into their wheelhouse. So, so what do you what do you think they're doing with their money? All these corporations. No, I think rich people look at money as a uh, as power, and not money. It's a means to an end. It allows them to secure their position in the world. It allows them to further their own interests. I don't think it's a conspiracy so much as a cabal, right? So, uh, associations of people with competing interests who happen to merge at times. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I look. Th- there's a lot of people that uh, you know. They say these corporations are, are, are taking all their money, um, and then you know, uh, hiding it overseas, and then taking the interest, and then you know, washing it through that, and not paying taxes. What do you What do you think these corporations are, are really doing with this money? Furthering their own interest. R- r- yeah, but 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 how 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 so? Like, what's a specific example of this? Well, there's a couple of specific examples. So you look in the oil and gas sector, you see that you have, uh, you know, companies uh, such as Stat Oil or, or uh, you know, Halliburton Big Red, that everywhere they're involved, where there's oil and gas stuff, right, you see them having a heavy hand in what's going on. Look at what's going on down in Venezuela right now. Venezuela decided, what, two years ago to uh, nationalize all the oil and gas. Uh, I think it was BP who lost their shirt on that. Now Venezuela's on the brink of civil war. And, and it's over oil yeah. and gas is what you think? I think that has a large part to do with it, yes. Okay. Yeah, because a, a lot of people are saying it was their election. Like the last election was, was bullshit, that it was a, it, it was a sham. Oh, it was. Uh, that, so it is a convenient point. It's a, uh, what's that phrase? It's a uh, misfortune for someone to take advantage of, right? Right. So you have these oil and gas companies who lost their shirt when they nationalized everything down there. There's tons of oil reserves down there that are extremely easy to get out of the ground, Uh so if you look at, like, the Middle East, the break-even point for bringing a, bar- a barrel of uh, petroleum out of the ground in the Middle East is, I think, like $10. You look at the Bakken, the break-even point for pulling a barrel out there is, I don't know, I think $65, $70 a barrel. The, uh, in Venezuela, the break-even point is, I think it's somewhere around $30, $35 a barrel. Okay. So... It's a lot easier to do business in Venezuela than it is to do business in the Middle East. Because in the Middle East, you're dealing with, you know, despots and, and essentially, you know, one-person one government. Right. right. So you foment discontent down in uh, Venezuela, and... They're able to pull gas and stuff out of there a lot cheaper than they are out of the bucket. And they don't have to deal with all the nuttiness that goes on in the Middle East in the form of insurgencies and all that other craziness. 
Sure. So, so who do you who do you think put that president in power then in Venezuela? I think he's. Uh, which one are you talking about? Uh, the, the the recent election that that just happened. Um, who does oh, that? Uh, who does Chavez that? Chavez is uh, lieutenant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who who does that? that? Who does that serve? Besides, you know, him, himself. Uh, I think he's he's uh, he's kind of a, a, a puppet in the sense that uh, I'm having a hard time putting this into words. So he's kind of a puppet in the sense he he doesn't recognize uh, the the forces he's dealing with. If that makes any sense. Okay. So he's a he's a guy who may be coming. Not that I have any love for commies, but uh, he's a guy coming from a viewpoint of uh, wanting to feather his own nest and, and potentially do something for his own people. And, you know, real power is wielded by people who don't, who aren't recognized as wielding power, right? So if you have to go around telling people that you're in charge, you're not really in charge. Okay. All so, right. So, you know, he's, he's a guy who's, He's kind of picked a fight that he doesn't realize he's in. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. All right, Nick. Not that I have any love for that comedy. Yeah, no, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, well, cool, man. Well, look, dude, I'm we're we're just blasting away, calling people. So I appreciate you taking time out of your 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 night tonight and chatting with us. Yep. Thanks a lot for calling, man. Awesome, man. Take care, Nick. Tell, tell your wife I said goodbye. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. This is Ross Patterson. Who is this? Is this Meg Are Claiborne? Are you serious? This is? Wait, hold on. It's a, it's a podcast thing calling me. Yeah. It's a, yeah, sorry. My, I'm with my friends. We're in Austin. Oh, you're in Austin, Texas? Yes. Fuck. That's great, dude. Austin's a blast. Yeah, no, I love it. Y'all should move here because you talked about doing the black, black rifle coffee thing. I know. I know. Look, look I, I told those guys if they moved there, I'd move to Austin. I, that's how much great. I love Austin. You should do that. Um, big, big, big fan, Meg. Uh, lo- I love Austin. Uh, look, as you know, we're doing a conspiracy theory episode uh, tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what is your favorite conspiracy theory? It's the one that we all come from aliens, and it like explains all of the different historical things, like with how Jesus came back from the dead and how that other biblical guy lived for 800 years. And what- whatever the stories are, then, then they're all explained that basically we all share dna with aliens and it's nuts it's crazy um but it's hilarious and it's so intricate and it entertains me so do you think you think jesus was an alien well according to this conspiracy theory well look then, do, do you believe in it uh i don't i don't know about that but um <laughs> according to the actual theory it's that mary's um immaculate conception happened from artificial insemination Really? That one, yeah. This one I've never heard. This one I've never heard of. So yeah, yeah. look, look up this, this author named. Um, uh, it's not coming to me. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll I'll Facebook message it to you. But uh, there, there's these whole books about it, and it's it's crazy. That's it's re- very it's very intricate. Um, it it even goes so far as to the JFK conspiracies. It links them all together. Uh, so so eight. You're seeing aliens did all of this, that like they created all of this. No, that the government is hiding things to 
um, hide the fact that we all hail from these, we all come from these aliens. Okay. Uh, and and w- w- what do you believe? I, I'm, man, not mostly agnostic, theist, maybe. Maybe it's true. I can't say it's not. Okay. But I can't say that it is either. I just find it really fascinating that um, people truly believe this, just like I find it fascinating that people truly believe in the Bible, um, which I find a, you know, interesting historical history book, but uh, not necessarily accurate. Yeah. You know, it's funny. As a kid, I grew up, uh, my, my, my parents took me to, to uh, Catholic church. Um, I did the whole communion. I, I, I did all of it. I, I, I did the classes. Then as I, I, I got older, and again, a lot of my friends are in the military. You see, you hear their okay. stories, and you hear so much fucked up shit. You're like, man, could a god really exist to let all this horrific shit go on all the time? Uh, so right. I, 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 I kind of got away from it. And uh, and then, you know, you start thinking about the Bible. It's like, is that a retold story for, you know, 3,000 years? Is it a giant game of telephone? I don't know. Um, I don't know the answer either way. I don't shit on people for whatever they believe in. No, no, of course not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but uh, but I'm, I'm the same way where it's like I, I don't really believe in too much. Um, uh, look, th- that, that aliens created Jesus would be a little much for me. That would be rad, but uh, um, I... <laughs> I just find it a really fascinating Same theory. here. And the, the fact that it supports so many, like everything from 9-11 to JFK to how Jesus walked on water to how... Um, just so many different different things. How, how did how really, did aliens affect nine eleven? Oh, uh, well, it just all goes back to the same. Um, you know, I wish I would have read up on it so I could have these answers fresh for you. I apologize. No, it's fine. It's fine. But um, basically, it just goes back to to good. It's just still a good versus evil kind of situation, and um, some people don't want everyone to know about about this thing that we all come from and then other people uh want to uncover the mystery and feel that that human beings have this this right to know where we all come from so um i i that's kind of the the reader's digest version all right all right meg all right uh we've had a few, we've had a couple calls tonight about aliens um, okay. I'm, in, I'm in the camp. Look, because uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to shit on your theory. And I don't want you to sure. think that when we hang up, I'm going to fucking throw you to the wolves because I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I'm in the I, I'm in the camp that aliens are real. Um, For, I, OK, I will say as far as my concrete beliefs go, then there has to be aliens. Do we all come from them? Do you all come from Planet X and, or Nibiru or whatever it is? I don't fucking know. What, what was that planet you called it? Nibiru. <laughs> that's the... what it's. That's what they say. No way. It's called. It's called yes. Nibiru. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I like Jim that, Mars. Meg. That was that was the name of the author, Jim Mars. J I M M M A R R S. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll look. I'll look up Nibiru. I'll look up Jim Mars. Um, okay. But but I'm look. I'm down with your. I'm I'm down with aliens. I I believe they exist. Um, cool. Me too. I, that they cause 9-11 and Jesus and all that stuff? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm giving you a terrible rendition of how they're all related. And so uh, maybe you, if you, in your research, fill in the blanks. I'll, we're Facebook friends. So sure. um, I'll go, I'll try to fill in the blanks sometime in the next 
um, 12 hours or so. Uh, I don't take, know when you're... take your time. Take your time and send it to me. And then, because okay. uh, I'd love to read up on it. We, we've been okay. calling, we've been calling people tonight and, um, uh, it's it's really fun. There's been some super interesting ones tonight. Some ones that, okay. that that I definitely want to look up after the show, where it's like, wait, what? Um, Are y'all in the middle of the show right now? Yeah, yeah. So so I, I, I I'm in the middle of it right now. Uh, I'm probably halfway down the list of calling people, and okay. uh, so we've had eight. We've we've been alien heavy so far, like a lot of aliens. But there's been some other weird shit where you're like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> Uh, you'll have to listen to the show on Monday, but, but I will. Yeah, it's it's fun. This is definitely a fun one. I appreciate you taking time out of your Saturday evening for me. And I appreciate uh, you calling me. I was just doing dog tricks in like the middle of this Austin busy road full of bars. <laughs> like we're at the domain, and I put my dog on a box to take pictures with my friend, and my phone starts calling with this unidentified number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, yeah. and I'm like, I'm. No, I know it's not someone asking me for money on a Saturday night. No, like, not this? this late. Yeah, not this late. Um, okay. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate it, Megan. I'll let you go back to taking pictures of your dog. Uh, I appreciate that. We love you. We love you. And uh, thanks Wait. for listening to the Drinking Bros hey. podcast. Thanks. I appreciate you guys. All right. Take care. Bye, Meg. Hello? Hey, is this Willie Duvall? Holy shit. What's up, dude? It's Ross Patterson. How are you? What's up, brother? What are you doing? Um, uh, actually drinking some Smithwick Cyrus beer and have a big old stogie from a local place. All right, dude, check out Warfighter Tobacco. Check out Warfighter Tobacco cigars. Well, actually, uh, I actually got this one from a fellow drinking bro um, at Battleground Cigars. Oh, nice, nice. All right, all right. We'll allow it. We will allow it. Uh, Willie, we're talking conspiracy theories tonight. What's uh, yes, what was this thing? So, so on 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 here, you wrote uh, uh, about the anal probings in the Air Force. Is that real? <laughs> well, there's been tons and tons and tons of conspiracies over the last fifty years over it, and. Oh, oh wait, so, so 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 wait, this 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 is real? I believe so. So you I you mean, you think they, the Air Force is Air Force who who are they probing? Oh, you really want to know? They're probing rednecks. R- really? We're, yeah. Cuz we're the only people smart enough to handle the real world. We don't cry when we stub our toe or when somebody tries to take away our rights we just move around it kind of like high-speed soldiers okay so so how are they how are they getting a hold of people to do these probings Mm. i don't know Uh, in my opinion probably wait until we're all drunk and then just abduct us in this and this is on base or off base like you're like civilians or, or you're in the air force Oh, no, I'm not in the Air Force. I'm an old-school 13-fox shot. I was in the Army. Okay, cool, cool. So, so how is the Air Force get, getting a hold of these people to probe? And and why um, why probe them anally? I don't know why they 
probe them anally. I think it has to do with just fucking with the population. I mean, it is the Air Force. Sure, sure. Um, and and th- and this is something you you truly believe. Well, there's too much technology that the the government hides from us. It just kind of seems that it's too convenient that you know U.S. government hides all kinds of things from us for whatever reason, and for the life of me, maybe they just don't think we're ready to to know the truth. So they just let hap- let what happened happen to rednecks and get the village people. Hell, I don't know. Okay. But, you know. Yeah, th- look, this is this is de- this is definitely the most interesting one I've heard tonight. Um, I'm go- I'm you know I'm going down the list calling people. Uh, the the fact that the Air Force is taking people to anally probe them to 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 find out why some humans are better than others is is definitely at the top of the list. I'm I'm not making fun of you, obviously. Um, although I look, I definitely could, but. Uh, uh, you know, and anything that anybody believes in, um, but I'm I'm definitely willing to hear them out. Um, I, I, I guess I, I guess again, my overall question would be why. Well, I, I think they grab the technology from outside of our planet, to be specific, and just doing their thing. They've been doing it since what the fifties. So, so you, you think the Air Force has technology from outside of the planet that they're using on humans that they've 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 oh, gotten? Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, so like from like Roswell, like alien landings or things like that, or, or, or how how what was their method of gaining this technology? Uh, well, we, you know, you got the battle for Los Angeles from way back in like the or like mid. 40s and it's just a single picture that was what started the the ufo craze and then you had the roswell incident that the military just apparently had no idea how to cover up at the time and then too many rumor uh, numerous sightings and then all of a sudden about 30 years ago ish technology took a giant five decade leap forward kind of hard to say that it didn't happen for a reason sure sure no look i i i i'm i'm with i'm with the alien conspiracy um pr- probing random pe- anally probing random people might be a little that might be a stretch for me personally uh but i i, I think you know they have taken some technology from uh alien landings and things like that and used for 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 aeronautics and and stuff like that but uh the, look the probings is a new one but, but but i enjoy this theory um and the fact that this is out there and that you think about it is awesome uh on the flip side i will say this you're you're also the person that hits me up about alabama football all the time oh yeah and, and it, honestly i only do it because you're such a diehard Buckeyes fan, but I know you're from the south. You know, I, you kind of you kind of traded the the 
opposite direction of the Mason-Dixon line there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I will say this. My here's my conspiracy theory, and it's it's about the it's about the SEC football. Okay. Um, uh, my conspiracy theory is this. I don't. I never think Alabama is that great. Um, I, I and, and, and I know you'll disagree with me on this. I think Saban is great. I think college football is all about the greatest coaches, and I think Saban and Urban, Nick Saban and Urban Meyer, are the two greatest college football coaches there is. Therefore, they'll always be at the top of the list. They're always going to get the best recruits. Um, but like you know, a bunch of people haze me about last year about uh, Clemson shutting out Ohio State. I thought Clemson was the best football team last year, and I thought we were too young, and I don't necessarily know that we deserve to make the playoffs last year. Um, but we did, and that's part of my conspiracy theory. Same with Alabama. I don't think Alabama's been ha- hasn't been like a truly, truly dominant force. They can never seem to have a quarterback to me. Um, that is really like a, a great downfield passer. Like you guys have Jalen Hurts now, and he's fine. But he can't really throw that great, and uh, and he's more of a runner. And you know who is the white kid who was your quarterback who who won a title? Was it McCarron? Are AJ? you talking about the, the new guy? No, was it AJ McCarron a couple years back who won the title? Yeah, AJ McCarron. Yeah, like 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 even him. I, to me, he was just okay. He was just good enough to win a title. But uh, uh, I think there's a lot of SEC bias. That's my conspiracy theory. A lot of SEC bias. Um, well. Let me let me weigh in on that, and I'll only weigh in one small part that really close to my heart on uh, with the SEC. And a lot, the reason why I think this is because down here in the South, we're a bunch of cornbread-fed folks. I mean, we're country folks for the most part. Yeah. Even if we live in a city like Atlanta, we're still cornbread-fed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of these people, especially out west, Pac-10 and up north and, you know, Ohio, a lot of those people have never been hit so hard on just simple tackles. And, it, you know, and I think once you get cornbread-fed folks like Alabama, even to some respect Auburn, but mostly Alabama, um, when they start running the ball and someone gets their head smashed in, I think it's you know it's a wake up call because yeah, they yeah. haven't been hit that hard. I, I go the I, I tend to go the opposite with this, and I think it's the I think it's the weather. Um, I think the difference between because uh, like you you take the Pac ten, Pac ten you're playing in in great elements like they have no fucking excuse like UCLA USC like it's it's sunny every goddamn day in Los Angeles like you have no reason to not have the best people. Same with like the SEC because the weather is always warm, warm enough to play football. Where I, I think up north and like Ohio State's and and, and all of uh, uh, the Big Ten schools, it's cold. So like if, if you play the national title game up north, I don't know that any of these SEC schools or Pac-10 schools could possibly survive. Um, with the Big Ten schools, you've got to build your team around the weather. Simply for the fact of, look, it's going to be fucking cold half the goddamn season, so you've got to you've got to build your team differently. Whereas in the SEC, you don't have to worry about that, and then all the bowl games are now played in warm climate, so you're kind of just playing the same element over and over and over again. Uh, and I think that's the disadvantage of playing up north, uh, and that's my uh, that's my one caveat to to that. But uh, look, the, the, that's a hell of a good theory, man. 
Yeah, I, that's. Uh, I, I just think you have to build your team differently. Um, but uh, look, the Pac-10's got no excuse um, for for being as shitty as they they've been for a while. Because yeah. uh, their the weather's always great out there, and I lived out there, and it's like, dude, it's fucking easy, bro. Um, but hey, Willie, I, I look, I appreciate you being on the show, and uh, super interesting theory. Um, fuck. So, uh, th- look, this will air on uh, on Monday, and uh, I- I'm curious as to how people will, will weigh in on this because in your thing, you you wrote that J- Jared knows about this. So, so J- oh, yeah, that thing is because he's Air Force, and I give him shit uh, online because he is my Air Force equivalent to what the Army is. Sure, you know we have our we have our uh, own close air support uh, for observers, you know the JFOs. And then you got the JCAT for the Air Force. Marines got their own thing and all that shit. And I just give Jared shit online whether he sees it or not. I don't know if he does. But that's only because he's my equal, as it were, though he's got more years in than I do. Okay. I only did six years off of duty. But my years, I got out in O two. So, you know, it is what it is. I'll ask him. This is great. No, look, look. This this was super fucking interesting. So I, I I'm I'm stoked to hear what what everybody else thinks about this. And uh, dude, I, I appreciate you answering the call, and I appreciate listening to the show, Willie. Uh, we, we really we're really grateful, man. Thank you. All right, not a problem, man. All right, have a great night. All right, you too. All right, bye, buddy. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> What's up? Is this Joe? Joe Baseman. Is this is this the Big Dick Daddy Ross Patterson? It is. It is. It is Ross Patterson, the Big Dick Daddy himself from Drinking Bros. How you doing, man? Oh my God, I'm good. I'm so, good. What's up, buddy? So when we when when I threw this net out here of like, hey, let's talk about our our favorite conspiracy theories. Okay. You, you wrote in and said, "I'll be stoned slash drinking," which which should, which is always interesting. Is that is is are both of those true right now? Those are true. <laughs> those are very true. That's great. Where where I, I noticed it's a six one four number. So you're in you're in Ohio. I am. We're at in Ohio. I am. I'm in uh, Central Ohio area, Newark. Okay. To be more I, precise. Yeah, I, I went to uh, the Ohio State University there. So. Um, oh yeah, I know. I know Columbus really well. Yeah, the, uh, Harvard, Harvard of Ohio. It really is New- Newark. Newark is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I um, I fucking. We got, uh, the, we got the huge Longenberger basket that nobody is in right now. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, big a big fan, Joe. Um, what 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 do you got? What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Uh, that everything is ran by a cartel corporation. Or union. Okay. How, how how so? How so would be, for instance, everything's ran by a union. In Las Vegas, Ubers are illegal. So that's because of the taxi union yep. out there. Yep. So that's the unions are ruling over that. Why can't you sell milk, raw milk over state lines? Because of the dairy corporations, don't want you to do that. That's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Drug uh, cartels. Drug cartels. Why do they want 
drugs to be why do they want marijuana to be illegal that way the drugs drug cartels are making their money yeah you know that that i'll side with you on because i don't understand why it's not legalized in every state like i've lived in a few states now where it's legalized but then but then the the side conspiracy on that is maybe the cartels have a hand in both businesses in that state yeah, look, it would be a tough one in Colorado. Like, I was just in Colorado. Actually, I don't know. Maybe not. I was in Colorado recently. Um, right. Th- those are the the most lax uh, marijuana laws that I've seen. Um, Los Angeles, you still have to go through the bullshit of getting a, a card through a medical doctor and pretending that you you know you can't sleep or whatever the fuck the fuck they're going to diagnose you with to get the card. Uh, you right. pay you pay that fee, which I don't know where that money goes. Um, it's usually forty five bucks. Where's that forty five dollars go? Don't know. Uh, then some politician's you, pocket, man. That's what I think. And then that's what it is. It's some politician's pocket. But who owns the weed that's in that dispensary? Yes, that's the cartel. The cartel owns that weed that's in the dispensary, and they're paying politicians in other states to keep it illegal so they can make their money on the black market off of that weed. Yeah, because look, it, it's illegal to grow in in California. Uh, however, it's not illegal to 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 sell it, you know, for for medical uses. So, where is the weed coming from? Um, that's a great question. That's a great question. Uh, anything on a bigger level? Oh, I, like Amazon? Uh, like like to to me? Like I said, the, the huge data uh, Facebook database that's going being put in. Uh, New Albany, here in Ohio. No, what's that? What, what's that one? I haven't heard this one. Yeah, there's a Facebook database. Um, they're gonna start building it in New Albany. It's like, um, oh, how much? What would they say it was like a hundred acres or something like that? Maybe more. I'm not exactly sure on the amount of the acreage, but uh, yeah. So like they're saying that you know we don't store your data or anything like that. Well, then why are you? But I guess with like the increasing amount of people putting video. pictures and shit on that, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. that look, all that video's got to go can, somewhere. Yeah, I, that look, way they can compile all their folders on you when they want to come get you. Yeah, um, that, that's what I think too. Like, I, look, I remember on a very you know micro scale with uh, with films, doing a lot of films uh, in LA, and we would always happen to be, be you know buying drives and servers to keep up to hold all this fucking you know footage that we were shooting uh and i always thought to myself i was like god damn how the fuck did youtube do it and then i found out they were in debt for you know years and years and years just because they were simply just trying to to keep up with storage but uh facebook i think facebook's got everything on us don't you think yeah i think they do dude oh real quick man i was down there at carolina beach when you were down there over fourth of july weekend man no oh no shit uh, yeah. were, were you the one with the lesbians that was trying to get us to come out with the lesbians? <laughs> what? No, that would have been awesome. Oh, there, there, dude, oh, there was somebody who yeah. hit up me and Matt. Uh, Matt, Matt, Matt comes out a lot, um, and vice no, versa. I, go, I was I down go. there. I was. I remember I was walking down the street, and I looked up at this condo, and you were dumping out your keg bucket, and I was like, "Is that Ross? I don't know. That could be Ross." Let out a, it. Oh, it man, was. Don't be a douche about it. It was me, don't dude. Did you? You didn't say anything. Yeah. No, I was like, ah. I don't want to be that guy. 
But why not? I dude, I don't give a I don't fuck. Know. Yeah, I, I, I gotta I, I have a place down there right on the I water. Want a fanboy, I didn't want to fanboy out on you. Ah, it's fine. I look I, I have a place you right know, then I would have felt compelled to suck your dick and then I would have had to come back and been like, Why do I have jism on what yeah, yeah, yeah. What, and, why, why did I suck his know, dick? Writing with the family and stuff, you know. Yeah, I got I have a parents, I have a place in parents, I have a place in town, and then I have, I have that place in Carolina Beach. Um, that, that I use it as an office that I write out of. I love it. I love it down there. By the way, you're yeah, a big fan parents, of Carolina Beach. My parents' beach house is the one that they made that uh, SEAL Team Six show. No That's, shit. Wh- wh- which one yeah. is it? Is it right near? Th- it's the one right next to the pier. Oh, fu- that that yellow one. No, the blue one. Oh, the blue it's one. Like second, yeah, the second one in from the beach access to drive your car out to no fucking way dude yeah that's it that's really goddamn funny man i know that house you're yeah. dude, you're right neck you're right around the corner from me yeah it's fucking awesome that, dude next time next time you're in town dude and you see me on the on the balcony don't don't be afraid we'll smoke some weed i always keep weed down there all right fuck yeah what's uh we'll what, what do you up. what are you smoking these days out in ohio how do you how do you get in shit i don't know i just get it from people they just give it any to good me. is that any good or not I've only paid for weed like three times in my life. All right. All right. And I just steal it from my dad or um, my buddy gives it to me. I don't know. I'm a mooch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mooch. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, look, uh, we, so, weed's, weed's definitely easy to come by. That's um, right. Uh, but so, that, that's really yeah, fucking man, funny. I'm going to get out of here because I'm going to go play some beer pong. So. You, you do that, dude. I appreciate you being on the show, Joe. Hey, I love you, Ross. Hey, so. I-, I love you back. Have a great okay. night, buddy. Good luck Me in beer too, pong. Pal. All right, man. All right. See ya. Bye. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. That's uh, really fucking funny. <laughs> what a cool guy. Yo, this is Tim. Tim Morris. Ross Patterson in the house. Yes, hey, dude. Daddy. Hey, we're you're, you're, How you doing? you're live on Drinking Bros podcast, Tim. Well, that's weird because I just poured myself a lead slingers. How you doing? Do you really? Yeah. Look at this. No joke. It was funny when when I, when, I, when I saw you pop up here because we're we're going on the list now, calling people. I was like, shit, I just saw Tim Morris in Chicago last night. Um, yeah, thanks for lunch. Yeah, what's your guy? I'm an okay guy. I'm an okay guy. Yeah, we we had a nice <laughs> lunch. Um, let me let me ask you, what, what's your favorite conspiracy theory, Tim? Oh, it has to be UFOs. Yeah, for sure. We've been alien. We we've had a lot of we've had a lot of aliens tonight. <laughs> Um, what, well, um, what, I, I have a story to relate. I was, uh, I was, uh, fishing when I was in high school with my best buddy, um, up in Washington. It was about five in the morning. So no, we weren't drunk. We saw kind of a gray, um, oval kind of egg shape kind of fly over our heads. We're like, what the fuck is that? When we were by Fairchild Air Force Base, we thought that can't be anything experimental. And it went, uh, left to right, up and down. And then boom, it just disappeared. We're like, holy shit, do you see that? And he's my buddy's like, Yeah, did you see that? Okay, we saw it. And uh yeah, so that was cool. That was my one experience. But I never never been abducted or sudden healing, so Well let, let me ask you this. You're you're working on some footage for me right now for, for, for aliens and stuff. Um 
I wonder if your mind will be changed after because uh, because a lot of people don't know uh, Tim Morris to the audience uh, edits um, and stars in a lot of the Drinking Bros news segments. You see, um, actually, I just uh, I cross posted you today on Drinking Bros podcast page. I uh, just I just got back to Wilmington. Um, you, oh, you, nice, yeah. Yeah, you do all of those segments and uh, and all of that stuff for for the Drinking Bros community. Um, and now you're you're working on an old interview I did in 2004 with the guy who was uh, at at Roswell during um, d- during the, the the space crash. So this the, the the alien thing fits up with it. Have you gotten to that footage yet? Uh, not quite. I'm almost there. But you know, I've done a lot of research on that, and it has to be true. I mean, that's something. That's what I think. Nobody would just nobody would just make that up, and you would you know, especially when you had the newspapers come out and then change their mind later. So, you know, that has to happen. I just can't believe nobody spoke up about it. I mean, maybe, you know, from the military guys that are old, and, you know, I know they all you know, have an oath to hold up to, but not one of them just said, ah, fuck it, here's what I saw. But, yeah. You know, so, and the, don't the presidents know that? Maybe they're on a need to know and they don't tell the president. So, you know, the truth has to come out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that that's what I think. And like, dude, I'm, I'm with you on the Roswell one. I'll be interested is is uh, in, in when you decode these tapes um, to see if uh, uh, what, what the audience thinks of this guy who I, I got stuck in his house interviewing for three hours uh, about Roswell, um, who was who was there that night. Um, I'll, I'll be curious as to what the audience thinks, but uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Well, dude, I appreciate okay. it, uh, Tim Morris, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Check out the Drinking Bros News. Tim does that, and uh, Drinking yeah, man. Bros News. And, and yeah, say hi to Jesse. How's she doing? Like I will. That? She's great. And uh, dude, you've got is has your production page up? TMO Productions. Yeah, TMO Video, all one word. T M O V I D E O. Great. Yeah, f- f- on 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 on, ins- on Instagram and uh, Facebook, right? Yeah, that's my handle for everything. You Great. Got it. Great. Um, for the audience, yes, uh, Tim is a uh, is the OG drinking bro. He's he's been there since the beginning. Uh, so, dude, Tim, appreciate you being on the show tonight, and uh, I'll talk to you soon, my buddy. All right, love you, Ross. Talk Lo- to you. Love Later. you too, man. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Is this Cody? Yes. Cody Licklighter? Is that is that how yeah. you pronounce it? Hey, what's up? Hey, guys. Yo, this is Ross I'm Patterson. Gonna you, I'm going to put you on speakerphone, guys. It's Ross Patterson. Say what's up. Hey. Hey. How are you? Get your ass over here. How are you guys doing? Dude, we're fucking awesome, man. We're doing a conspiracy theory episode. Nice. Yeah. We're all sitting on a campfire being drunk. Hey, Ross. <laughs> hey, Ross. Whose dog is that? That's a that's a Is that with Patches? Patches, hey, hey, Corey, for, for the sound of the show, you'll have to take us off speaker. All right. Uh, but we love you. Well, I, we love everybody around the campfire. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh nothing, man. So hey, we're doing a conspiracy theory episode. What what do you got? What's your biggest conspiracy theory? I ain't got no conspiracy theories, but I'm sure some of these guys do. Anybody got conspiracy theory? Here we go. I'm gonna let you talk to. Here you go. What's going on, Ross? Hey, this is this is Ross. What's your name? Tyler. Tyler, what's your last name? Siegfried. There we go. Tyler Siegfried. What's up, dude? How are you? Hey, what's going on, man? 
Dude, what, so so what's your conspiracy theory? I believe that the TSA does not hire veterans because they are more prone to be radicalized by Islam. Shut the fuck up. No, no, I actually was helping some guy move today, and he actually believed that 100%. He talked to me about it, and I, I believe it. Okay, so 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 explain explain the reasoning behind this. Well, because uh, veterans spend a lot of their time uh, overseas, and they become they get contacts with people overseas because we work with the the locals or whatever, and they get out and uh, they still have these contacts with local people in the Middle East, and uh, it's uh, they they go to join the TSA and they they get radicalized by these. Uh, the nationals that they know overseas and um you know the tsa hires them and they become radicalized and then they end up letting things pass through and that's what happens no shit and so you 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 believe this you're in on this well so i didn't i've never heard about this before but i was helping some guy move today and he goes yeah man he goes i don't think you should join the tsa because of all the radicalized veterans and i was like well what are you talking about and he told me about it and i was like well that makes sense because we make contacts over there Shit! Look, look! You could have uncovered something massive tonight. Else? Yeah, I'd be all. I mean, the TSA doesn't do their fucking job anyway, so <laughs> that's great. Hey, dude, dude, tell Patches to shut the fuck up. I can hear Patches. Hey, Patches, Ross said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, somebody said they don't give a shit what you said, Ross. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. No, no, it's fine. Uh, dude, Tyler, I appreciate you being on the show, man. Tell everybody we said hello. All right, man, I will. We're doing a uh, hashtag Courtney Rocks uh, meetup tonight. That's fucking great, dude. Tell everybody. Yeah, with, Z- with Zima. No, who's got Zima there? Uh, Cody has Zima. God damn it. Tell Cody I love him and I appreciate it, dude. Cody, he says he loves you. Oh, love you too. Here, he wants to talk to you. All right. Hey, what's up? Cody, the Zima, the, the Zima and the Jollies, dude, I'm appreciative of that. I, lo- I love that. I love that shit. That's good. So, hey, so, I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm 15 again drinking this stuff. Well, you should. You should. Uh, you're going to fuck like you're 15 again tonight. Um, I hope so. Who, who are you with? You're, you're, uh, you're, you're with a bunch of drinking bros tonight? Yeah. Ross, what's your last name? Downing. I'm with Ross Downing, Tyler Siegfried, Lisa Nera. Yeah. Okay. Mark Zayner, Kate and Jeremy Young. I was with Brandon Parks earlier. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, dude, how did you guys meet up tonight? What was the, Uh, what was the get together for? We were all joking about getting together on a drinker bros, Northeast Ohio. And I said, Hey, we can host it at my house if you guys want. And then we set up a time and date and we all came over. Dude, that's fucking awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, and, and you guys are just, just chilling, raging tonight. Oh yeah, that's uh, so great. That's so great. That's why we do this fucking show, um, that's dude. What I'm saying. Yeah, that's fucking awesome, man. We'll do it. Thank, please thank everybody over there uh, for for being on the show and listening. And uh, we love you guys. I love you guys too. You guys have a good night. All right, you too, Cody. Bye. Bye. Is this Ibrahima? Hey, what's up? Dude, this this is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros. Dude, what the fuck, bro? What's up, man? I was actually 
expecting you to like i was hoping you would fucking call me dude this is fucking awesome bro <laughs> well dude thanks for being on the show you're you're on air with us now uh we're calling about conspiracy theories what's your favorite conspiracy theory all right, I think JFK was killed by the CIA because he didn't want to fucking do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. So the CIA runs the government, right? Right. From within. And the, like, fucking feds and shit just run the government from within and control shit. And no one ever knows about it because they don't fucking talk about it. If anyone wants to talk about it, they just get killed and shit up. Yeah, you know, this one, I, I, I lean with you on this one. I, I think that he was definitely killed by our own governments. Uh, my one question is this. How do, how do you explain the Jack Ruby element? See, I think, like, they freaking, like, all right, someone was about to, they felt like someone was about to talk or whatever, and so they had, like, a no-name dude kill him and then kill him, like, just keep killing people until someone they could trust just would be, like, last person to kill someone that could say something like you get what i'm saying it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. And shit at the same time but yeah yeah because look jack jack way. ruby ended up in prison and alive for a very long time i'm surprised he never flipped or said anything if that was the case i guess that, that that's my one surprise behind this because like oswald you know he got killed right afterwards and it was like all right great get, get rid of that guy um but jack ruby's the weird one to me where it's like why keep him alive after all this Hey, you know, some people would just, like, take a bullet for it. All right. So, um... Literally. It was, like, back in the 80s, there was this dude that worked for Reagan that, like, had the whole Iran-Contra affair, and then he got, like... Uh, he was in the military. I can't remember his name right now. It was on, like, an episode of American Dad, and then he was, like, uh, freaking... What was it? Yeah, he had done some Iran-Contra drill or whatever, and then he stayed in, and then they kicked him out of the army and shit, and then demoted him or whatever. But as soon as another president came in, he got pardoned. Because they knew, like, they would be taken care of it as long as they took, like, they bit the bullet kind of sort of thing, right? Sure. So I'm, that could be it. Maybe he had a fucking awesome life in prison or whatever, got taken care of, his family got taken care of, and shit. Like, they paid his family's, like, affairs or whatever for the rest of their life. Could be anything, man. The government works in mysterious ways. Yeah, I, I, you know what would be an interesting interview is to interview somebody who worked inside the jail where Jack Ruby was to see if he ever said anything. Uh, or, or to find out how he was treated, so that way you would know if it was your, your theory supports it. But uh, either way, it's super interesting, and uh, yeah, I appreciate you being on the show tonight, man. Can I say something real quick before you guys go? Fuck yeah! I actually planned about this. Like, I thought about it, like what I'm going to say if you guys did call, and I fucking get the opportunity. So if you bear with me, hey, you guys are awesome, man. I fucking love everything you guys do. Fucking love the military, cops, everything, man. You guys are awesome. Keep doing what you guys do. And I hope you come to uh, Fort Knox, Kentucky. Not a big post, but you guys usually go to Campbell. But, like, it's not too far away. But if you can come down to Fort Knox, Kentucky, I will be, like, probably the first fucking in line to come see you guys anytime <laughs> you get a chance, man. Man, yo, I, I, I certainly appreciate it. Uh, I know I know Matt and, and Evan and Jared and fucking Rocco appreciate it. And, uh, man, thanks for, thanks for listening to the show and just being fucking cool, man, and being a drinking bro. We appreciate it, man. Hey. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, man. You have a great night. All right. You too, man. All, All right. right. Bye, buddy. What a cool guy. What a fucking rad dude, dude. Ibrahima was the, the shit. Hello? Jonathan. Speaking. 
This is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros Podcast. That's fucking awesome. Dude, I didn't think you were going to answer. That was the fourth ringer where I was like, man, this is going to voicemail. Uh, dude, hey, hey, th- uh, thanks for fucking writing in. I-, I know I know, we just threw up a blanket post that just said, hey, we're going to do a- an episode about conspiracy theories. I saw your name. Uh, is-, is it Jonathan uh, Gerolnik? Am I pronouncing that right? Gerolnik. Gerolnik. Okay, great. Um, y- you know, it's funny. So the guy we just called right before you was talking about the Kennedy assassination. Then I saw yours, and you're saying... Because there was a second shooter at the Kennedy assassination, it was it was. There's, there's got to be ballistics don't add up. The math is wrong. JT even talked about it in one episode. It's it's all wrong. He he did. So so so. What is your what what are your facts behind that that there is definitely a second shooter for Kennedy the Kennedy assassination? I just don't believe you can make that kind of shot with a average marksman with a shitty rifle, you, especially not firing as fast as he did. Or they said he did. Did you ever see that special they did on the History Channel recently, where they, you know, they had a shooter come and reenact that with the? the... I don't actually own a TV, so. Oh really? Or rather, I don't have channels on the TV. I have my Xbox. That's it. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, there was a special on the History Channel. I want to say it was about two years ago, where they reenacted everything, body weight, all of that stuff, and and they said the guy could definitely get the shots off. Um. Yeah, I, I think that the History Channel says whatever the History Channel wants it to say. Look, look, it's not out of the realm of possibilities because I, I completely believe that about CNN and the rest of them. Um, uh, so, but so you maintain wh- where was the second shooter on the grassy knoll? Then I don't know where the second shooter was, but I mean, grassy knoll was probably is probably a good option. Any number of buildings, I mean. I'm sure there was other buildings with the proper line of sight and the proper ballistics. I, I just don't believe you can do that with someone who, my understanding is he didn't have a particularly high marksmanship score and he had a really shitty Italian rifle. Okay. Um, I, I like that. So, so, so who do you think uh, overall did this? Would you say it was the U.S. government? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I, like that one. I'll say it's true. The U.S. government. I I will contend that I think it was Oswald. Um, just I, I, again, I got sucked into this History Channel doc, and it seemed real to me. So I don't know. I, I, that the, I contend. The other issue I have with it is everybody was killed off before they could talk about anything. Yeah, you know, it's funny. That's what the last guy said. So so then, let me ask you this: What about Jack Ruby? Why did they not kill Jack Ruby then? I don't know. Because he ended Maybe up... he didn't know anything. He ended up living in prison for, fuck, you know, years afterwards. He, look, he ended up dying in prison. Um, but why not kill him too? Uh, so so you think that he... That was totally random of like, fuck it, I'm just going to go and kill Oswald and like I really don't give a shit what the repercussions are? No, I think it was more like someone... Either they could honestly, you could buy an assassination in the U.S. for a thousand bucks from a druggie on the street. But sure, hold on, hold on a second. What? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, either he was paid off, or his family was threatened, or someone convinced him to do it. But I, I don't think he actually knew anything. Otherwise, they probably would have killed him. Okay. 
All right. Uh, look, th- I like this. I like this. We we've had some. We've we've been a lot of aliens tonight. A couple JFKs. Like I'm down with this. I, look, I appreciate you taking mean, the aliens time. Aliens are real too, but I don't really, I don't really have time to go into that. No, no, I no. I think it's funny though that if things had worked out differently, I would have been sitting in a bar with JT when you called me. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm, I live in Houston. Uh, I'm actually on a family event in DC. But oh, that's Jake really funny. Tonight yeah, he's in. Get yeah, fucked up like a mile away from my house, and my roommate's going to that. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So Jared hit me up. He's in Houston. I was in Chicago, and I think Matt was in L.A. Um, and we've had these different sightings like all over. I was with. Uh, I saw Tim Morris from Drinking Bros the other night, and I was like, "Yeah, uh, Rhett's really fucking funny." Um, well, dude, I appreciate uh, it, it. was awesome talking to you, but uh, I and my family's doing this escape room thing. I'm about to go be blindfolded and handcuffed. So, yeah, look, wh- why not? Um, yeah, get, go get back to the escape room. That's the best hey, excuse Saturday ever. Night. What else am I supposed to do? Yeah, what, what else are you supposed to do? Thanks. Th- hey, thanks for being on the show tonight, Jonathan. Okay, I'll uh, good, good to talk to you. I'll, <laughs> I'll be sure to listen to the show. All right, cool, man. Take care. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> hey man i gotta go my family's uh doing an escape room thing where i'm about to be blindfolded and then handcuffed i gotta i gotta get out of here um i i want to be a part of whatever jonathan's family's fucking doing i don't i don't know what an escape room is but that's awesome um all right. <laughs> this is what happens when you do a show super late on saturday night and just you've had a few drinks and you just call people Hello. Hi, is this Killian Flint? Speaking. Killian Flint, this is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros Podcast. How are you? Hey, what's up, man? Boom, boom. Hey, dude, pause the movie. Bro, Ross Patterson. Oh, shit. Hey, man. Hey, we're at a BLC with the Army right now. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, that's great, man. Uh, hey, so tonight we're doing a conspiracy theory episode. Um, what, what, what's your What's your conspiracy theory? What do you got for us? I don't know. I kind of think skunk apes are real in Florida. It's like the Florida version of Sasquatch. Wait, I'm sorry. Repeat that one more time. Yeah, like uh, Sasquatch in Florida. There's like a big conspiracy about it, and they call them skunk apes. And you, but but you think it's Sasquatch? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> look, I, look, look, no, look, we're 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 not making fun of anybody's beliefs, um, but because uh, look, we've had a lot of wild shit tonight. Um, but so uh, the Sasquatch thing, I'm torn on. I I just I haven't seen. I'm surprised in this day and age, nobody's gotten any real footage. No, uh, no I, I messed up. Uh, we got to do something better than that. No, no, no. Look, it, it's fine. But like, you, you, look, you can, you can, you can counter this. Like, I, I just think oh, in no, the I, in the day I, and age of cell phone, like somebody would have some footage on Bigfoot, right? Heard that? Yeah. No, we we definitely should have done better than this. I think uh, we dropped the ball on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see Crash McCall. <laughs> really? We talk, we talked about it in class earlier. <laughs> All we've been saying all day is, you're welcome for my survey. Oh, yeah. And the Gene Vandenham voice? <laughs> yeah, that, that part's 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Uh, well, look, look, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take the Sasquatch. I'll definitely take the Sasquatch for sure. Like, 
Uh, you're the first person who said Sasquatch tonight, so I'm I'm down with that. Outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we made the cut. <laughs> yeah, and, and and what I will say to you tonight, as Gene Vandenham, is it was then that I carried you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, (laughs) so dude Killian thanks for being on the show I appreciate you calling us and uh, Sasquatch we're going Sasquatch I like that a lot alright Sasquatch alright take care buddy you too brother see ya You ever look at somebody's profile pic and they just got a sweet profile pic and you're like, dude, I, I bet this would be a sweet conversation. Jeremy Gray answers. I bet it's a sweet conversation. Hello? Is this Jeremy Gray? Oh, yes, it is. This is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros Podcast. What's going on, brother? Yo, how are you, man? Uh, not too shabby. Uh, I was telling I was telling right before you hopped on, I was like, dude, you have a sweet profile pic. And if, like, I, I was like, this, this call is going to be outstanding because you have a sweet profile pic. Like, I know it. <laughs> I know. I'll do what I can. <laughs> so, as you know, we got a conspiracy theory episode tonight. Uh, what, yeah. What, what's, what's your conspiracy theory? Well, uh, I don't know if it's been mentioned before or where I am in the order here. Um, but I'm going with the classic, the JFK assassination. You know, we've had two or three JFKs tonight. Uh, w- w- what do you got on this? What's your theory? Well, uh, I mean, my interest in it started in high school. I had a pretty sweet uh, history teacher. He'd like went over the whole thing like in depth like who it could be mob cia and stuff like that uh-huh. but then uh that show that uh marty scovelin jr did uh for history channel yeah brought a new light to it and it was pretty sweet seeing more more stuff that's into it yes yeah, so 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 what is your overall theory Ooh, i mean second shooter i don't i don't really have a solid because i mean everything's so wishy-washy so i don't I'm kind of seeing if it plays out more, see see what more information comes in. I like to have like as much information as I can before I make a solid decision. But I mean, uh, it, it's crazy. Like uh, the Russians have a, have anything to do with it? Uh, Here, yeah, it's, here's it's all so there for me. so we, we've had a, we've had a, like I said, two or three calls about JFK tonight, and I'll, I'll say this. So because uh, I've never said my full theory, and here's here's what I think. I think Oswald did it alone. I think his shot was fine. I, th- I, I think that was real. Uh, however, I think the government set him up and put him in place to do that. Um, yeah. Uh, the one that I, I think Jack Ruby was on an accident. I think he was just a fucking dude who was like super America and, you know, blew this guy away, not realizing they would want the info or anything else. Otherwise, why not kill Jack Ruby? Cause Jack Ruby ended up, you know, in prison for years and then ended up dying in prison. He could have outed yeah. any conspiracy they thought. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And knowing that, that's that's my theory on it as well. Um, yeah, I don't think but, there was this, I, like I don't think there was a second shooter. Um, I I think it was again. I think it was him on his own. But uh, but but I think you know the government definitely had him killed for for whatever reason. Yeah, um, and, and with the with the whole Russian side of things, um, I mean uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. He was a member of the Communist Party. He had he had a bunch of links that kind of pointed that way. So yeah, he he could have. I fully believe he could totally be the shooter, but he might have had some uh, 
extra extracurricular government coming in and helping set him up. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm done with that. Uh, that that's, uh, th- th- this, this, this lives in my world. Like I, like, like I'm, I'll, I'll accept that. Uh, the second shooter thing, I don't think happens. Uh, the, yeah. the Jack Ruby not saying anything and dying in prison. Like I, to me, that didn't happen, but, uh, I'll be curious in the, in the audience's thought either way. I want to say thank you for being on the show and, uh, yeah, appreciate and, le- it. and let me spend a couple minutes stealing a couple minutes of your Saturday night from you. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Awesome, man. Well, have, Hey, have a great night. All right. You too, boss. All right. Bye, buddy. All right. Bye. Hello. Is this Timothy Bourne? Yes, it is. This is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros Podcast. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good. D- d- am I pronouncing your your name right? Is it Timothy Boren? Sure, Tim or Timothy. All right, but it, but it is Boren, right? Oh yeah. Uh, look, ha- have you ever gone by the nickname the Boren Supremacy at all? No, but I guarantee if you want to call me that, I'll definitely go by that. Yes. Dude, if anybody sees Timothy Boren, it's the Boren supremacy from now on. Uh, Look, on Drinking Bros tonight, we're we're doing conspiracy theory episode. Uh, What's what's your greatest conspiracy theory? What do you got? Uh, Probably the normal one, the JFK assassination. You know, so we've had a couple calls about JFK tonight. Uh, What do you think? Uh. I don't think as big as everybody thinks it was. I think it was one man. He was just a, a kick-ass shot, and that's it. But do you think it was Oswald? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah, so, so, all right, I, I'm with you. I, did you watch that history documentary they did on History Channel a couple years ago? Uh-uh. No, they, uh, I, did, I missed that. They did a recreation with, like, the exact weights, wins, all that other bullshit, and, like, to, to me it seemed real, and uh, it, it seemed as if, as if Oswald did it alone. Couple calls before you, somebody somebody said no. There's no way it was Oswald, um, but but you're saying it definitely was him, and that's the conspiracy of like, hey man, there is no fucking conspiracy in this goddamn thing. Yeah, everybody tried to dig too deep for shit, and it, it's right there in the, the the open. Yeah, that's what I, I'm, I'm with you on this. I think, look, I, I think the government had something to do with his murder. Um, and the assassination because they wanted him out of there. However, I do think it was Oswald who did actually pull the trigger and do it. Um, but but you know, murdering him and all that shit. Uh, are you saying it's just a stranger though? Like like Oswald just did it just to do it? No, no, no. There was definitely the conspiracy part is who the hell paid Oswald to do it or sure or let him to do it. So okay. All right, well, dude, Timothy, I, look, I appreciate it, man. Where, where are we calling tonight? Where, where, we, where, where are you at? St. Louis, Missouri, home of the St. Louis Cardinals. Hell yeah, that shit, man. I I, uh, I went to a World Series there a few years ago. Uh, you guys played the Texas Rangers. Oh, yeah, that's, that's one we won, so that's an awesome experience. You did, you did. I went to, fuck, I want to say it was game five or game six, but, uh, dude, Cardinals fans are fucking legit, man. Most knowledgeable baseball fans in the world. Well, thank you. 
Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, thanks for being on the show. We appreciate it, man. Oh, anytime. You take care, sir. All right, you too. All right, bye-bye. Man, these, these rings are weird tonight. Hello? Hey, is this Adam Farber? Yes. This is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros Podcast. How are you? Hey, how's it going, man? Dude, it's fucking awesome, man. We're uh, we're doing a conspiracy theory episode tonight. Awesome. Yeah, what's which, which, which your favorite conspiracy theory you got for us? Uh, my favorite conspiracy theory is that the moon landing was staged. Oh, this one I'm a big fan of. Um, t- all right, t- tell me why and tell me, tell me do you think who did it? I think... Why? Because the amount of energy that is left that is required to leave Earth's atmosphere is astronomical. I mean, the size of Earth itself is so large, and the gravitational force—I don't think anyone could survive rocketing to the moon with enough energy to survive and then get back. Because the moon itself is large, so how do you pack so much fuel that you can get off the surface of the moon to get back to Earth? So, and then I just think it was something to distract us from the Cold War and all of the bullshit going on with Cuba, missile crisis, slash trying to win the Cold War with Russia. Right. So, all right. So the the moon landing was what, in 69? Yeah. That's when we made it to the moon the first time. Right. And uh, you're saying it was staged. Who do you think did it? Are you under the Stanley Kubrick theory? No, I don't think, no. No, I like. I, I think that it, I think the government did it, and they did it to for propaganda purposes to set up the fact that you know. That, hey, look, we said we were going to get to the moon. Kennedy said we were going to get to the moon. You guys loved Kennedy. We killed Kennedy. So now we need to do something that he said we would do to make you guys happy, so you could stop, you know, fucking us over the Vietnam War and the whole Cold War crisis. Man, I you know what? I'm a big fan. Nobody's ta- nobody said this one tonight. We we've we've had quite a few calls. Nobody said this one tonight. I, I like this a lot. Really? Yeah, so so I thought this was pretty No pretty strong conspiracy. No, we've had a lot of aliens, a lot of JFKs, but uh but but not this one. So do you think it was like Hollywood footage that was shot? I think yeah, no. Knowing what I know about the government, I think they were able to procure some studio space and just put some good, good footage together. No shit! Wow. The moon has no atmosphere, so how do you get a ripple effect on a flag? That's that's true. the The other part is uh, is the fuel thing. I never I never thought about that. Like, yeah, you have enough fuel to leave Earth. But not like you know, because you can't refuel up up there at that time, right? Like you can't make fuel, right? Like no one's up there. There's no Sunoco on the moon, so you can go fill up your your lunar modular with gas that take you back. Yeah, to yeah, Earth. yeah, yeah. I, I guess uh, l- let me rephrase then. Uh, wh- what I meant was. Uh, like today, there's space stations and all that shit up there, so you can go and refuel and, and you know repairs and other things like that. But there, I guess there wasn't at that time for the moon, right? So, uh, yeah. How did that, you How did you get back? 
how do you escape moon's gravity to make it so you can get back to earth wow i i, I like i like this one uh this you came with a strong one tonight adam and i'm proud of you for that thank you ross um well hey dude i i appreciate you listening to the show and i appreciate you being on this saturday night hey i appreciate you doing what you do man I love it. Awesome, man. Hey, we love you. And uh, I'll be curious the audience's responses to the to the moon landing fakes. Uh, l- let us know. Let us know on the message board. This is a good one. Thank you, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, no drama. All right. Take care. Cheers. Hello. Hi, is this Cherish Butler? This is her. This is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros Podcast. How are you? Oh, hey. <laughs> I didn't think you guys would actually call me. Yeah. Yeah, look, look, we're we're doing a conspiracy theory episode tonight. So we're look, I, I've gotten really fucking far down this list. I've probably called oh, wow. forty people at this point. Um what was nice. so what what is your favorite conspiracy theory? Um well, I don't know if it'd really be a conspiracy theory, but um, sorry, I just came outside because oh, I had okay. to my kids to bed and they're really loud. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, it's um, sort of like medical stuff and like giving kids shots like when they're babies and stuff. I don't really like to call it a conspiracy theory, but it's sort of like a really controversial topic. Yeah, va- vaccinations, um, vaccinations. Yeah. Yep. So, so, so what, what, what is your theory behind it? That they're, they're necessary or unnecessary? I think like most of them are nece- unnecessary just because I'm, I've talked to tons of doctors. My husband actually got really sick from his. I grew up like in a really crazy family that my mom and dad stored up like a cold, so we just never got them. So I didn't even think twice about them until I had kids. And I was like, oh, wait, this is a thing. Sure. And um, so my, when my husband got really sick and everything. He um, was in the military, and then he had to be discharged because of his illness. But yeah, it just I started reading into him, talking to a bunch of doctors, and all his doctors were like, "We don't know what caused them." And then a few doctors were like, "Well, maybe it's because of his shots and this and that." And so it just opened my eyes into the whole thing. And I think a lot of people just don't really look into him, and then it you know it can hurt some people, and nobody like wants to even say that's why. And online, if any mom dares say anything, like, you know, oh, my kid got sick after their shots, they're so attacked. And I'm just like, can't we just have a conversation without everybody, you know, yelling and calling names and just being like, well, doctor went to school for 10 years, so automatically he knows everything. And I, I have nothing against doctors. I take my kids to the doctor and they're sick. I have some, you know, my family growing up, they thought, you know, doctors were bad. And I'm like, um, no, they're here to like help us. And now that my husband's sick and he has to see the doctor all the time, you know, it's definitely like a lifesaver. So, yeah, I just wish, like, the conversation could be more open without being automatically attacked. And so, like, I can't even talk to my friends about it in any, like, being like, hey, what do you guys think? Without being like, get your shots, you're going to kill your kids. And I have three kids. I'm actually pregnant. Um, I haven't told anyone. I actually just found out. But Okay, um, so so, so let me ask you this. Since, Since you do have children... did you give them the proper vaccinations or did you say no no none of my children have ever been vaccinated not for anything and my kid the funny thing is they're never ever sick like my one kid youngest just got strep 
took her to the doctor. She took her medication. It was gone in like a day. Um, I mean, they get maybe a runny nose. They've all had chicken pox. Um, and I didn't even know they actually had it. They were, they had a fever and I was like, what's going on? I talked to my uh, father-in-law is a, a PA. So I was like, what's going on with the kids? And then he looked at him. He's like, oh, they have chicken pox. I'm like, what? I actually had shingles and I gave it to them. He didn't know that was a thing. No, I, I didn't so, either. Cause, Cause I've had them. How old are you? Uh, I'm 25. I had first got them when I was 12 and I've had them three times since then. So, wow. I got, I got chicken pox when I was a tiny child and then I got shingles a bunch. Like I said, I grew up in a crazy family and my parents were really abusive. And I think that's why I got them so young because of how I, you know, our pa- my parents were just horrible. So I think the stress and everything is like a 12 year old child. I got them. And my mom took me to the doctor. Like the first time I went to the doctor in my life and he's like, Oh, she has the shingles. I'm like, 12 year olds don't get shingles. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I look. Look, the, I, I, I look. I appreciate you doing the show, and I appreciate you uh, you letting us call you on a Saturday night because this one's this va- the vaccination one is super controversial. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So look, I, I don't I don't know what the right answer is, and I, look, I'm not a doctor, and I'm not going to pretend to know. Um, but it, you know, it, it's it's an interesting theory on both sides of the argument. So I appreciate right. I appreciate you uh, you being on the show and, and talking about this. Yeah, and oh. you guys are awesome. And tell Jables she's the best, and not to, I like I love you and everything, but she's sort of my favorite. Oh, hey, no worries. Look, <laughs> just I, I relate to her so much about being like a mom and stuff. That she just I just she just seems like she'd get me. So. Yeah, yeah, she she's rad, uh, and we have a we have a blast on that show. So um, I look, I, I appreciate it, and. Uh, Thank you so much for for, for being on, and uh, we love you. Have a great night. You too. All right, cool. Take care. Bye. Hello? Is this Joshua Phillips? Yeah, this is Josh. Yo, this is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros Podcast. How are you? Not too bad, man. How are you guys? I'm fucking rad, dude. Right on. We're doing uh we're doing a conspiracy theory episode tonight. Yeah. Well, who, who do you who do you got? Who, what's your, what's your conspiracy theory? Uh, I've had mean, a few drinks. Thinking... I've had a lot of drinks. Ah, right on, Joshua. I've gotten I've gotten through forty people. I think I've called forty people. Um. So I've had a lot of drinks tonight. What's your conspiracy theory? All right, man. So yeah, like the Roswell thing. Yes. Uh, I was gonna think. I was thinking about that. Like they have the. Uh... The Marcel guy, and then also Mac Brazo, like, um, they had all those photos with him, like, uh, showing some bullshit or whatever, but then he's trying to say that um, they had, like, a bunch of stuff that wasn't in the photos that they were trying to make him look bad or whatever. So, wh- wh- what do you think? What's, what's, what's your final theory on Roswell, yes or no? Yeah, man, I think it definitely happened. I That's mean, what they, I think. Have some That's other what evidence I think. Too, like, like, there's that big rock that allegedly split in half or something, and then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you, you know, look the the big rock because I've been there in person. I've seen it. the big rock. I, I can't I can't say for sure what what split that thing. I can't. Uh, however, after interviewing that guy, I I can tell you like, look, if he was lying, an eighty year old man and a super nice wife, and he was super nice like for three fucking hours in a room with a stranger, I like it, that would blow my mind. Um, so I I think Roswell is real as well. I do. Yeah. Um. All right. 
Cool. You, you got any other conspiracies, or, or is that your main one where you're like, yo, this is the one? No, I mean, that that's my main one. Like, any of the alien stuff is just super intriguing. That's why when you guys talked about having uh, the interview and then the tapes, you guys um, – Sent out to get looked at, man. That like had me going. Yeah, look, hey, the, the so the tapes were dropped off in Chicago uh, yesterday. So they're uh, look, they're, they're they're doing them now. So as as soon as we get the footage back, we'll air it, unless it's super f- fucked up. But we'll see. All right. <laughs> cool. Yeah, man, for sure. All right, man. I appreciate it, Joshua. Thanks, buddy. Hey, man. Stay awesome. Hey, I, we look. We appreciate you listening. Give it. See you. Bye. Hey, what's up? Is this Burke? Yeah, what's up, Mr. Patterson? Yo, it's Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros Podcast. What are you doing, dude? No, I was just watching a little TV. What's going on? Yeah, what are you watching? What are you watching? Get your call. Yeah, what are you watching right now? I'm doing a little Shazam, a little Shazam, you know, getting my music knowledge up. What? Wait, shut the fuck up. What are are you watching, really? Shazam, I'm serious. With Shaquille O'Neal, you're watching Shazam with Shaquille no, O'Neal. No, no, not the not not the movie, the the TV show where you guess, you know, the the music app where you oh. guess the song. <laughs> yeah, the the new show with Jamie Foxx. All right, conspiracy cool. Conspiracy theory as it is with, with Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, no, the, the Shaquille O'Neal Shazam is real or Kazam. Uh, I, I think it's Kazam. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah, maybe I fucked that one up. But the other one with Sinbad is that's definitely not real. Um, I look <laughs> right, right. As you know, we're doing a conspiracy theory show tonight. Who, who do you, what, what, what do you got for your favorite conspiracy theory? Well, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow your mind right now. My conspiracy theory is about um, the last podcast with the, uh, with the uh, fortune teller. Okay, yeah. Hey, fire away, because that was. Look, that was on uh, Ross Patterson Revolution. Um, it, right, right. And we right. had a so so, so so yes. Yeah, so so Jesse and I had a a, a live. We had a psychic on the air uh, to t- <laughs> to tell us our fortune live on air. Uh, please t- tell me your your conspiracy theory on this. I'd love to hear that. So so my conspiracy theory is how she told you that something big is happening in the next couple months. So on our our sister podcast that I. I've listened to since episode one, as, as well as the uh, Ross Patterson Revolution. Yes, yes. Um, we have we have Matt Best, his uh, feature film that everybody wants him in. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, Three it's, wheels of loneliness. Yeah, t- well, two wheels. It's two wheels of loneliness. Or two wheels. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we could add three, maybe, because that that might add another digit on your. Uh, on your paycheck, you were expecting. Yeah, exactly. Instead of six figures, we 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 can get you to seven figures on this. No, you, I, I think I think that she was talking about you know the Go, GoFundMe campaign starting off. I, I saw a couple uh, posts where everybody wanted to start writing some checks out to get to get mad in that movie, and you know I think it's crazy enough with the times that we're in with the transgender and everything else. It might actually make it to theaters without us having to push it through. Yeah, look, I think it, look if I'm being totally serious about, it, I, I think uh, I think 
if we would have to do a GoFundMe campaign, there's no way a studio would approve that. Like I'm like just being dead on <laughs> an all gay motorcycle gang movie that we're shooting dead serious, like a drama, even though it's fucking hilarious. Um, uh, no, no one would approve that. Getting financing for that would be impossible. We would have to do a GoFundMe. Here's what I'm really surprised about, and I, I had a I had this conversation with Jared the other nights. Um, well, I'm surprised like nobody like. No drinking bro who's like super rich who's like, hey, here's like fucking $5 million. Just go make all like 10 of these fucking movies you guys talk about on the show. Like, you know, these weird movies you guys want to make all the time on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then just go make that. And like, I really don't give a fuck what happens because, you know, you could write these off as a loss or whatever it is. Because me, we agreed, drinking bros wise, Matt, uh, Jared, and I, and Evan to give these movies away for free. So if there was like a rich person who came through and said, "Here, here's five million dollars," we would just give these movies away free to the world without like taking a salary for these. Oh yeah, I, I think I think we should do like a GoFundMe campaign for one of the big Powerballs or whatever, and you know whatever the winnings is, we can just you know everyone enjoys all your guys' uh, content. So I mean, you yeah, guys could have I, we would access to everything. Oh God, because we, we would love to make Two Wheels of Loneliness. Like I mean, it would be so fucking funny. Um, all right, so so if we where's, did, where's the Jables at? Uh, J, Jables right now is sleeping. It's it, you know it's it's late out here on the East Coast. Oh man, I, I want I wanted to reminisce. Me and her are from the same hometown. Ah, right, get the fuck out of here. You're both from Ohio. No, yep. Well, I'm I'm from Ventura, right? Yeah, now. yeah, so yeah, I yeah. Ventura, San, San. We're, we're all right there. Yeah, Ventura County, you know. But uh, she's got some mutual friends of mine and everything. She went to high school with some of my friends. So I mean, that's great. What was know, she like in high school? She wasn't like like I, I, you know what my I, wife I wasn't like a whore or something that. crazy. No, she's a couple of years older than me, but uh, okay, my cool. best friend's <laughs> brother was uh, was in uh, high school with her, you know. But it, it's just really funny to to hear all her stories on on uh, on here about Ojai and everything else, and I'm just cracking up all the time listening to it. Like, yep, yep, that, that's Ojai. And I was up there the other week, and I I hit her up to find her brother's uh, pizza place because I was I was down there, but. Yeah, it's just it's awesome to to have that reminiscence of it. Yeah, she's not a big social media person. I, like I, I usually do all the shit. She, she, I don't, I don't know if she answers her own personal shit, but uh, oh, she big... does. She does. She's, oh, she's good. Very good. good. She's she's very good to her fans. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I, yeah, cause... as well as you, as well as you. Well, we you try. Guys, all of you, uh, all of you, for how big you guys are. I mean, big in the sense of you know, like ninety thousand people, you know, constantly tagging you and shit all day long. But uh, ah, it's fine. You know, it's, it, it, yeah, all, yeah. It's, it's, you, it's you fucking great. You guys are all very good at getting back to people, and it, it makes it even uh, even a, a better community for sure. That's awesome, man. Well, dude, I, I appreciate it. And look, you, the conspiracy theory about that episode. And by the way, for the people who listen at home, there's a Ross Patterson Revolution episode where we got a psychic. We had a psychic on for like an hour. Um, read read our fortunes and did the whole shit. I I, I would say this. I would pr- I would pray your GoFundMe thing comes true out of that, and that's the conspiracy theory. Because like to ma- <laughs> to make Matt do that movie would be amazing. Um, but I'm down. Do you think a lot of people would be down to go to fund that on GoFundMe? I I I, I think everybody would be down. I mean, if if uh, if people just went in blind off of uh, Range 15. I think people would go blind in just to see what Matt had to do for that. So do I. In the past month, I mean, he's been dead. He's been, you know, injured, and that would just add gay to the list, and we'll be all good. Yeah, man. Fuck. Uh, Maybe we should, man. Maybe we should. 
Uh, look, uh, hopefully when I, this... I, you know what? He's married. He's married now. You know. I mean, yeah, he doesn't care. Oh, yeah. He doesn't care exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know. Um, I mean, I, you know, I mean, now, now would be, look, now would be the perfect time to do this. The question is, is would he do it? But, uh, um, I tell you what he, he said on drinking boats, if bros, he would do it. All right. He so, 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 all right. With, with this episode, this episode is going to air on Monday with, with this coming out. If, if this is a, like a, a real thing that people want to see this movie, cause we want to make this movie, uh, right, right into the, the drinking bros podcast, uh, page on Facebook. And then I, Look, I'll talk to Jared. We'll we'll definitely try to get a GoFundMe going to make this movie in 2018. Because I'd love I to. Love it. I love we it. yeah, we've talked about it enough. It'd be great. So uh, let, let's do it. Let's. Do I it. mean, there's there's enough enough women who want to see him doing this. I, I'm sure there's a you know a couple men that want would want to see. That's it what I'm well. saying, right? So, yeah, that'd be great. You know, great. I mean, he's a good looking dude. I mean, you know, he's from he's from the beach town. I mean, you know, I mean, he, he's just got it all. Those cheekbones and all. <laughs> But I, look, but if you I, want to I, fuck I, him, it's cool, Burke. Like, I'll, I'll, hey, uh, yeah. If you if, if if you need a stunt double or whatever, I'm there. You sure. Know, I might have the dad bod going for the for the uh, the calendar, but I mean, you know, I could I could you guys could brush it up on the green screen, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even better, even better. Uh, perfect. <laughs> hey, man. Well, look, I, hey, pre- I, I owe you and uh, Jesse. Uh, some 805 beer. I'm going to send out your way. Oh, uh, it's my fave. It's my fave. Send it, a, send it into the, the Ross Patterson Revolution P, uh, P.O. box. I will. I and, will. And, All right, man. Uh, you have a great night, Ross. You too. Thanks for being on, man. We love you, man. All right, brother. Talk to you later. Bye, buddy. Hello? 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 Is, is this Josh Beal? It is. Josh Peel, this is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros Podcast. What's up? How's it going, man? Dude, it's going fucking great, man. Uh as you know, we're we're doing a conspiracy theory episode. What do you got? What's your what's your biggest conspiracy theory? Um I think my biggest one that I like to argue about is the possibility of Bigfoot being real. Dude, so we, I, I, we've only had one Bigfoot caller, and he called about the one in Florida. Uh, explain your theory, because this, this is a good one. Well, my theory doesn't really go along the lines of, like, those dudes on finding Bigfoot. Yep. But I see no biological reason that a, a species like that couldn't exist and realize that humans suck. And ran away. Yeah. So, but but, but where, where 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 did he go? Is my question. Well, I think it's it's pretty common species that's closely related to humans. Uh, every culture in history has depicted a yeti-like creature or something like that. I think that maybe at one point in history we walked side by side with a species like that and then parted. And they could be in any rural area anywhere in the world. Okay, but but how long ago? So so when's the last time you think a Bigfoot was here? Was here? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think the possibility that they're still here right now is is very real. They just found a way to make themselves scarce. Okay. Uh, okay. Great. <laughs> but but here here's here's the one I have a I have a tough part with. In today's age, with cameras and cell phones and everything else. How come there is no footage of of one of these fucking things? Um. Yeah, I I don't have 
a strong theory on that. No, I but mean, but, but you, you, don't you think it's players. weird? It's probably it's probably weird, right? Yeah, it, it no, it is weird. I just I maybe it's a cover up of some sort. I just yeah, I don't I, I don't, like I don't know. The possibilities too biologically possible for like the naysayers are so vehemently against it. Right. So so let me ask you yeah, this. I take. Uh, l- l- let me back up a step. Do you think that Patterson tape was real of of Bigfoot in the what was it late sixties that black and, that black and white eight millimeter? <clears throat> I, I I think it's very possible that uh, you can tell in in current movies that the shit's fake. In that one, it seems like some pretty good special effects to be coming up with in the sixties. Okay. All right. Uh, well, dude, this I look. I I like the Bigfoot theory. Like I I enjoy this. Uh, I I don't think it's true, but I enjoy it, and I appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for answering, man. Thanks for spending Saturday night with us. All right, thank you, sir. All right, take care, buddy. All right, bye. Hello, Kyle Palmer, Ross Patterson. How yes. are you? <laughs> I'm I'm well. Were you were you taking a shit the first time we called you? No, I wasn't taking a shit. Um, I was actually taking a nap because I got to get up at six in the morning. But that's all right. <laughs> ah, shit. All right. So here's what happened. So I've I've called actually I've called every member on this list, which is a lot of fucking people. I've had a lot yeah, to drink. I've had a lot to drink tonight, and you're you're the last person. So, all right, fucking yeah. <laughs> I hope this conspiracy theory is amazing because that's what the show is about tonight. I know. I'm trying to like run through my head. I'm like, all right, I'm sure you guys are probably covered like 9 11. You know what? Somebody did the Oklahoma City bombing, but nobody did 9 11. Are you fucking serious? All right, dead, I can dead do serious. That one. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, let's hear, let's hear that because I, I haven't heard that. And, you know, a couple other people alluded to it, but they didn't say much about it. This would be a great one 9 11. Okay, it's a touchy subject, but sure. Let's, yeah, absolutely. Look, uh, a lot of this shit is, so go ahead. <laughs> All right, uh, so am I on right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're live on the air. This is uh, this is going to air us, episode, this will be Monday's episode, um, okay. but however, it's what, midnight here on the East Coast? I've been drinking a lot. Uh, so yeah, fire okay. away, fire away. Yeah, I'm up in, I'm stationed up in Massachusetts, so. That's great, that's great. <laughs> All right, brother, uh, so, all right, as a... I guess you could say a victim of 9-11. Um, I joined the military. How how were you a victim, by the way, just for the audience? Uh, I went to about 18 funerals before I left for boot camp. Um, so I'm personally not a victim. Like, I wasn't there. But but these were uh, all friends of, of yours or, or family members? Family. or Yeah. Gotcha. A lot of firefighters uh, from my town. A lot uh, of parents. Okay. And uh, so um, personal tragedy, I guess you could say. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. Um, so... You know, that just invigorated me more. I come from a whole family of military, so I was like, all right, I'm ready to go and rock this shit in October. <laughs> right, of course, of and, course. Uh, so, you know, I went through that whole belief the whole time, and then as time goes on, you know, it was all about how these terrorists, these mother effers, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we can get... Yeah, it's drinking bros. Podcast. You can definitely say uh, motherfuckers, right, yeah. Fucking, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what am I thinking? Um <laughs> So, yeah, like, uh, and then, like, time goes on, and, 
you know, I started talking to other people that are, you know, from New York too and friends and family that were firemen down there. And that, like, I guess shit wasn't adding up. And, you know, they're like, all right, how the fuck does building seven fall when it wasn't even touched by the two main towers collapsing? Like, I don't know. And then, uh, yeah. And you're so talking, got, and, and by the way, you're talking about the, the building across the street. Correct. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And there was like a small fire on the inside, which was, obviously not enough to make a whole building collapse sure demolition style yep. yeah <laughs> and then like those buildings i guess the way they were structured was they were built to withstand something like that those things were fucking solid inside the center of them was probably about a 14 meter steel beam that was in the circle of the buildings so i mean it's kind of hard to think that a plane with just jet fuel is going to melt all that stuff and then make it collapse from the bottom but um, and then there's other people that I've met, which I will remain nameless with, who have like personally on the cleanup crews, there was they found um, a form of thermite that actually is used to cut through steel <laughs> on the beams, you know, the white powdery substance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So talking to a lot of firefighters in there is just that work down there because, um. A lot of my friends are firefighters down in New York City right now because I grew up outside of New York. Um, yeah, they all just kind of think it's bullshit, dude. <laughs> and it's like, and not to mention, like, how is a pilot that is trained on or uh, trained on Cessnas going to take a jetliner and fly it in the side of the Pentagon? I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that, that's a big one because you you have to hit it so perfectly. You... And that's the way the it was. It was like a perfect shot right on the side. And you would have to get down level to the ground, basically, and kind of just smash into it, which I work with pilots. I mean, I do alert uh, missions and keep, like, the whole Northeast safe, basically. <laughs> but um, could and... so, so let me ask you this. Could it have happened, though, with an inexperienced pilot who, like, is that a possibility that he – he just clipped the building at the right moment, right time. Um, it's definitely possible to fly into the towers. The Pentagon, I'm gonna say no. A jetliner like that, no. I think it's next to impossible. Because and, it, uh, it's like one would think, like as an American uh, citizen who's also a civilian, not in the military at all, never have been. Um, I, you know, I yeah, look, I, know. At, I look, at, yeah, but I look at the Pentagon as as I'm like, man. Isn't there like F-18s there to blow that shit out of the sky? Or like I, I didn't Absolutely. understand I didn't understand that one as a civilian. And it was well, um, here's here's the part two to this whole fucking wacky scenario. <laughs> so they're that's NORAD. That's what NORAD's job is. They do the whole alert mission. And during this whole time that was going on, there was a massive NORAD exercise. So it's almost like our planes were um kind of doing something else when this all happened and not made aware of you know the whole terrorist attack quote unquote interesting theories tonight a lot of interesting theories from people uh the guy the guy who took the cake though was was uh was was Willie Duval who claimed that the Air Force was taking people to be anally probed. Um, that one really, really stuck with me. And 
<laughs> if they are being anally probed, chances are Jared Taylor is the one who's probing them. Uh, now it's time for the Drinking Bro of the Week. This week's Drinking Bro of the Week was submitted by Sarah O'Hara. That's a fucking great name. Sarah O'Hara. Hey, guys. Uh, listen to the podcast. I want to know if you'd entertain a Drinking bro at of the Week. Uh, Tiffany Syvertson was a big fan of your team and your podcast and was an Army medic for the last 10 years. And on August 6th, she unfortunately lost her battle with cancer. I know she would have been honored just to have her name uttered by you guys and remembered uh, for all the positive impact she's made on hundreds of soldiers' lives. She was a wild child. She had an incredible heart, and she was as American as one could be. I was hoping you could change it up just once and remember an awesome person and soldier. Um, of course we can. Of course we can. Uh, look, Sarah O'Hara, we're, we're always uh, down for any, any stories, uh, men or women, drinking bros or drinking broettes of the week. And uh, there's certainly no one more deserving than uh, Tiffany Syvertson. Uh, so, so to you and uh, your friend Tiffany, uh, we say cheers, Sarah. And uh, we really, really appreciate you guys listening to the show. Uh, thanks for tuning in tonight, kids. It was a wild episode. And if you dig, uh, if you dig tonight's episode or episodes like it, um, we do some weird ones over on Ross Patterson Revolution. You can hop over there. We do shows uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, Drinking Bros, we got you on Mondays and Thursdays. So we're trying to, trying to give you all five days of the week. We're trying to have five shows for you. Um, so uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Good nights and uh, God bless. Uh.